Love Talk Radio.
Yeah, 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 yeah. Here we are once again with the Flossy Jeezy Show Worldwide. 646-595-3402. Good evening. I'm your host, Nelson King, a.k.a. Flossy Jeezy. Coming at you live. We had plans to have a guest on tonight. Uh, I guess uh, Kevin Colvin, but uh, due to some prior commitments that he had uh, earlier scheduled, we're not going to have that particular show tonight, but that's okay. We're going to continue to run and groovy with some of the finest R&B and hip-hop classic flavor that you can ever imagine. And I'm going to hit y'all on the head right now with my latest joint, Flossy Jeezy's New Style 121. Yes, sir. Kevin, we hope that you can join us at some other time, uh, at a later date or whatever. Well, you know, we'll keep you in mind. You bring a lot to the table to us, helping new young artists come in and, and get things going and together. Uh, no hard feelings. We'll see you when we can. Meanwhile, we're going to go ahead and hit you with this latest joint that I just put out this last week, you know what I'm saying, because I produce my own thing, so you know how that go. I hope you all feeling that we broadcasting live from the city of Roses, Portland, Oregon. We're going to hit you in the head with some of this Flossy Jeezy flavor, New Style 121. <laughs>
flavor. The Flossy TV 121. But I got my main man in the house right now from the Emerald City, Seattle. Shiray, what's yeah. going on? Oh, man, I'm just sitting here just grooving to the beat, man. That's all relaxing, man. Yo, what's going on? Hey, hey, what's hey, going hey, on? man. You know how it goes down. Trailblazers trying to hold, trying to hold it down. Down six right now. Houston looking more like Houston tonight. You know what I'm saying? Just sit, sitting back, chilling, relaxing. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, yeah. I already put the announcement out that our guest wouldn't be on tonight. You know, he had to, you know, handle his business and stuff. But uh, we'll be able to schedule here at some point. You know, life gets in the way. Yeah, life got in the way. You know, and he hit me up. I'm glad you hit me up, Kevin. He said, hey, man, I want to do your show, man, but I can't. Cause some things that came up, and he said he had to hit the airline, hit the fly somewhere, or whatever. Whatever the case is, that's fine. I understand life gets in the way, of business. You got to make your money, got to do your things. But you know, hey, yes, you recognize me. You ain't recognize game, man. He, he gave us respect for doing that. He was going, he wanted to come on, but we'll get him on next time. You know, we got a lot of a lot of good things and lots of people to call in. So everybody out there listening, feel free to call in. We'd like to talk to you. Yes, sir. Explosive. We got another caller right now. Dr. Sherry. That's what's up. Raw High Pro calling up in the city of Roses. And as they say, oh, what's going on, my man? Man, representing that Northwest where it rains all day, every damn day. And we yes. in there. Like yeah, yeah. Northwest. Northwest. Pacific Northwest. No, uh, it's raining up here, too. It's raining up here, too, baby. Man, I, I, I made it a, a, a special case to uh, make sure that I called in. Um, is is uh, and then I just called where where Norris was saying you're saying that Kevin isn't going to make it. No, he's not going to be able to make it, man. But he wanted to call in and show, man. But I, you know, I, I'm gonna tell you, man. Based off the conversation we had last night, man, I went in and I definitely was trying to dig dig with people, man. And I came over home, boy. And we connected. And connected. We chopped it up. But he's gonna come back. I'm going to bring him back, so okay. don't lose hope. But the contact, you know, it's information. I got his number and everything, and we all in. But it's one of those things. He's going to call back. And, uh, you know, and, and I've, talked to, um, I've talked to Kevin on the phone, too. Um, and uh, I, I was um, – I, I wanted to give him a call back because he wanted me to call him back about a week ago. Um, but here's the thing, and i got to put it on blast, bro. I did my homework on uh, – the whole situation of, of uh, the thing that you just posted. Um, what is it, the Wealth Nation? Right. Wealth Nation distribution? Um, right. I looked it up, man. I, I looked it up, and I can't find anything on it. Um, Kevin's Twitter uh, hasn't been used since uh, uh, 2013 last year. Um, I did see uh, I did see information about the uh, grind of glory, and there were a few videos on that of him grinding out there in uh, New York uh, with some people, uh, with some people dealing with uh, I believe it was Def Jam, uh, but I haven't seen anything for this wealth nation except for um, the, the the facts of it, which is uh, he's got he's got numbers and um, and, and different. Um, different tiers of uh, the money that you put in uh, and what you'll get for uh, the different distributions. But I haven't found any information except 
what he's uh, offered. So I really do hope he calls in next time because that made me leery, and um, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't mess with it. You know what I mean? Because I couldn't find anything on it, anything dealing with Universal. And that was the thing, because like I said, um, there's the grind to glory that deals with, I believe it was Def Jam, but it wasn't Universal, and I don't see anything from Universal uh, saying that uh, anything about go, uh, Wealth to Nation. I do my homework, bro. I told you I'm in this. Well, that's good, man. I'm glad you did your research, man, because he posted it on the uh, he posted that information and the thing about I told him I said I want to be in. I want to know what's up. I gave him my email and everything, and he hit back in my inbox and he gave me some information, blah blah blah, and said all kinds of information. And I said, well, you know, hey, and I asked him, I said, hey, won't you be a guest? And I showed him, I want you to explain what you do and then give you the plug. So I guess, well, you know, because it is what it is, man. If you say you do this, you do this, well, we're going to put you on the spot and see what you got. And let's talk about it because I hope it's real. I hope it's real. Oh, man. Well, I'm going to tell I, you I'm right now. Go ahead, go ahead. Go no, ahead. I just break it, down. It, was, it, was funny. it was funny because I woke out of a coma around 6.50, you know what I'm saying, and ripping and running with these kids all day. And I was like, shoot, it's time for that show. I saw the, uh, the homie Flossie had called me, you know, it's time to get on deck. And um, and that was the first thing I saw is that, oh, he's going to be on the show. I was like, cool, this man can clear up why I can't find anything on it or something. So, yeah, I, I really hope we, we can get him on the show, man. Well, that's one thing about the Flossie Jeezy show. Uh, worldwide, we worldwide for a reason. And and if you if, you know if you got credentials and you come on and you say that you're about something, you know we got investigative reporters on here, and all three of us are investigate what we do before we just put stuff out there. And then and then we have a you know a, a quorum about it, and then we discuss it. And if it doesn't, if it looks suspect and don't look quite right, it will be exposed because you know what I'm saying ain't no half stepping here on the Flossy Jeezy show worldwide. I trust all of my right hand soldiers. To uh, you know, come with the real and bring the real about everything. It is everything, and like I said before, I still want to give people opportunity to kind of explain things in their own way as, as uh, everything is going on. But right off the top, I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and roll with whatever my my uh, you know my uh, investigative reporters find out, and man, I hope it ain't what what what, what, what it's feeling like. But either way, you man, know what I'm saying. All I'm saying is it, it, it's, it's looking a little shaky. Kevin, bro, you, you got to put in work on your uh, LinkedIn, uh, especially with something like the Wealth Nation. Uh, he would get uh, way more business from his LinkedIn uh, than he would from anything on Facebook. But all I'm seeing uh, is this post on Facebook of, of the Wealth Nation with uh, universal distribution on there, and that's all I'm seeing on Wealth Nation. That's it. And nothing else, nothing else is moving out of that uh, out of that Coban house. 
You know what I'm saying? On his, on his, uh, anything else that was in that. Like, that's so true. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I was looking hard because, you know, when he hit me with some numbers, the numbers sounded pretty good. So I'm like, okay, now what you got to back that up? Uh, and, and the only thing that I've seen so far is, uh, is, uh, the videos of what seems to be the start of a documentary, uh, dealing with Grind the Glory. Um, <clears throat> but, but they're unedited, um, and, and, and just, uh, raw footage of him uh, out running back and forth, uh, like Lennox, La- Lennox Abbott and stuff like that out in New York. And so, uh, man, I, man, we, we, I, I need, I need uh, all the info, bro. You know what I'm saying? Please get on the show. If you're listening to this now, make sure you get on this show because I've only been able to give these people one piece. <laughs> you need to hit them with the rest. Well, like I said, you know, you've heard it here firsthand by my right hand here in the city of Rose, Portland, Oregon. That's my man, Raw High Pro, who is definitely, you know what I'm saying, uh, dealing dealing with everything that he's dealing with and, and dealing it straight out the top, and, you know, and, uh, and, and live and direct. So, like I said before, I trust my right hand men explicitly because that's why they're just selected as admins on the, for the show because... I know they're not going to let anything slip up on me. I know that they're going to, you know, protect the interests of the show first because, you know what I'm saying, we're in the Northwest, and we're strong up here. We're trying to build, so, you know, hope, you know, no false advertising, no playing around. If you the real deal, then we're going to be real with you, too. That's why we're trying to help up-and-coming artists. That's why we're trying to blow everybody up and let everybody know what's going on with, with the real deal and stuff. And once again, I appreciate my fellas and sort deck doing it the way that they're doing it because, uh, you know, you gotta, you know, you gotta, you gotta come real and, and, and direct when it, when it comes down to it. And uh, like I said before, you know, you're gonna get the the real deal, holy feel when you call in here, because you know we got too many uh, young artists and stuff out here that's really trying to get their stuff out there, that's really trying to, you know, make this thing happen, and we're trying to be as real on everything as we can. So I mean, if you if you're serious and if you're real and if you're really trying to, you know, man, what I'm saying. You know, get this thing, uh, you know, going and, and popping and stuff. You know, so you got to be up front with us and, and everything because we don't want to put you out there and, and, and expose you. I mean, it's, it's bad enough that uh, you know we get a last-minute cancellation like that because you know people call in here and they really do and, and, and anticipate what's going on. But you know, we're gonna we're gonna take just a, a, a quick short break. You know, and it's not even gonna be that long. But I got to play a little piece that's covering what my man just did. This message is for all of y'all out there that's not doing the right thing. A little shout. I think you're going to recognize on this one that I'm going to come right back. So we'll be right hey, back. shout out to Linda Antonini. Fuck the G Show. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We'll be right back. Keep this. Generation fast. 
face nation World population confront they frustration The principles of true hip-hop have been forsaken It's all contractual and about money-making Pretend to be cats, don't seem to know they limitation Exact replication and false representation You wanna be a man, then stand your own To MC requires skills, I demand some show I let the frauds keep fronting And roam like a cellular phone far from home Giving crowds what they wanting Official hip-hop consumption, the fifth thumping Keeping your party jumping with an original something Yo, I dedicate this to the one dimension Now no imagination, excuse for perpetration My man came over and said, Joe, we thought we heard you Jokes on you, you heard a biting ass too, what up? Focused on, and it, it could be a big game, but it, it's more for tradition than anything. 
Chicago Bears trying to get a Thanksgiving Day game, man. It's been years. And we play in Detroit on, on Thanksgiving. So, you know, there's going to be a whole lot of extra stuffing going down, you know. That's what's up. I'm loving that, dog. I'm loving this app. Hey, man. Hey. So, you know, we want to freestyle this one tonight. So y'all got anything y'all want to throw out there? Any no disables? You know what I'm saying? Not disabled, but no disables. <laughs> Let me know what's going on with you. Busty well, Jeans, bro, uh, you you know how to do it over here on my side, man. Um, you know, it's Raw High Pro. That's not just me. That That's uh, a, a whole clique of folks, you know what I'm saying? Um, I, like I've been telling y'all, I got a, a, a studio out here um, on 109 and 7 uh, Street. Uh, out here in Portland, Oregon. I've been here for about a year. And, uh, man, the the cats that I've ran into here uh, have been some of the most blessed cats, uh, especially dealing with this hip-hop scene and, and, and stuff like that that, uh, that you wouldn't believe. Um, I have a real grinder with me right now because, you know, Raw High Pro is not just one person. I always got a guest on my side somewhere, right? <laughs> and, yeah. and so usually... It's Jay Senior, but tonight I have um, a, a special guest. This this guy I met here at the studio. Uh, he's a he's a dancer, a hip hop dancer. He's, he breaks. Um, he's a he's a, a West Coast traveler. Um, he was just telling me his story of uh, him coming uh, up and down from L.A. and Seattle, North your way, um, uh, doing his thing. And I'm gonna let him talk to you guys for a minute, uh, ladies and gentlemen. I'd like to introduce my homie Moon. Yo, what's good, man? What's up? What's happening? How you doing? Yo, just feeling blessed uh, man, today. I... Yeah, how you doing, man? How you doing? Man, I'm I'm feeling blessed, man, every day, you know, every day just be doing my thing. Really been focusing yeah. a lot on uh, connecting, connecting recently. I've been uh, focusing on different pieces of my dance. I'm a b-boy, and okay. uh, which, which extends into my life, you know, I'm really talking about my life here when I'm talking about my dance, and... Uh, I've been focusing on multiple aspects of my dance, um, have little pieces, you know, different pieces. But what I've started to do recently is connect those pieces together so that I can just flow infinitely, you know. And right. uh, it's a real blessing. Yeah, it's a real blessing because I'm able to combo, I'm able to combo move into move into move now. And I've been doing that in my life too, just, just you know, blowing up one place, taking that energy, going it to another place, and just back and forth, you know what I'm saying? It's It's been real good. Uh-huh. It's been real yeah, that's that's pretty interesting, man. You said I, I don't hear many cats to come out and say they're a b boy, but that's that's what's up, man. I mean, actually, we some realness right there because you know, mm-hmm. I mean, because cause back in the day, I used to consider myself a b boy, you know what I'm saying? But that's what's up, man. I like that. So that's that's a that's that's right there. Show the sign that you know what you're talking about. Anybody out there listening right now, man? Those terms like that, b boy, and and things like that, those are codes, man, letting you know that hey, this guy's uh. This guy know what he's talking about because he can't come up. Now, nowadays, nobody talk about B-Boy. <laughs> That's tight. Yo, man, for real, like, I feel the difference, you know, between a break dancer and a B-Boy is a B-Boy is someone that lives that lives it, you know. A break dancer is somebody that does it, you know, on the side for fun, right. you know. They do it part-time, you know. I'm I'm living it. I'm in it, you know, every day. That's That's what I do. That's what I am. You know, and so that's why I use the title B boy. And not only am I, you know, a breaker, but I'm I'm branching out into all the different elements. You know, so for me, I think a complete B boy is one that understands all the multiple elements 
of hip hop, you know, and knows and understands how to utilize them to invest back into the culture that blessed them with the skills, you know. Yeah, most definitely, man. <laughs> that is definitely what's up. So, man, I know if you were man rawhide. <laughs> I know that you must be dope because you know rawhide don't mess around. We were just talking about that. You know, he takes everything he does, A to zinc. You know what I'm saying? Crosses all of his T's, dots all of his eyes, and. If you over there part of that situation, then, then, then I'm, I'm going to trust right off the top without even seeing you and knowing you that you must be dope because, like I said, Rawhide is always 1,000% uh, in belief of something. If you see something, then, then that's a beautiful thing. All I can do is wish you success because, you know, you're, you're on the right team over there. You know what I mean? Yo, for real, for real. Yo, real recognize real, man. You know how you know how it is. <laughs> yeah. That's real. Man, and, uh, and let me tell you, I, I've seen the man do his thing. You know what I'm saying? He, he's one of the best that I've seen. Uh, tell him more about um, uh, some of your uh, your your video uh, your your video um, sure, sure. moves and stuff like that. Okay. Because uh, I know you've been working on like documentaries and stuff like that. Hit him with hit him with the goods, bro. Yo, yeah, that's what's up. So I'm a b boy, as well as a photographer and a filmmaker. Um, so I like to combine the two. Um, mostly what my movement represents is that, you know, we all do amazing things in our lives. Um, mine's focused around the jam. You know, when people come together, building community, you know, when people do their thing, you know, and it's like, we got, if I, I'm, I'm all about documenting that, you know, creating content from our energy, not letting that energy just, I mean, it's cool to do things just to do them. But it's also cool to be able to document and be able to have that content and be able to express yourself visually, auditorily to other people, you know. And so what I do is I document events, I document artists, um, and I basically create artistic yet professional content that represents their movement professionally, you know, and lets people know, like, yo, I'm not playing around. You know, I'm messing with people that are, are real serious about what they're doing, and I feel like it's not necessarily about the quantity, but it's more about the quality. And so that's what I'm I'm really pushing right now. That's the tip I've been on is quality over quantity, man. You know, mess with people. You mess with people that that are thinking the same way, you know, and you're gonna you're gonna up your game. You're gonna up your level, you know. So that's really what it's, it's been about for me recently. That's what I'm talking about. The man's got his science all the way out, and that, I like that videography uh, thing that you're doing right there kind of go along with it. Not only are you doing it to it, but you're able to record and, and, and uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, make corrections to everything that's going on and make improvements based upon the visual. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of times people can, can holler at you about what you're doing and, and everything, but, you know, when, if they can also have a visual of what's going on with you, what you're bringing to the table, that also is very, very important. So, Directly, directly represent and are 
So hip hop represent themselves. Do not let it be through the lens of some, uh, you know, mainstream media source that doesn't really understand what's really going on. I think it's time for, I personally, I think it's time for us to be able to, you know, represent what we do in our own way. Let it speak for ourselves. Instead of letting have, have somebody else try to dissect it. Like, they all like, you know, I think that for me, no, it's like, yo, it's more about being true to ourselves means that we gotta, we gotta represent ourselves, you know? And that's what I do. That's the way to be, man. That's, that's, that's the way to look at it. Well, don't don't stop doing what you're doing, man. You know, keep coming at them and, and, and let them know that, uh, you know what I'm saying, it's you in the building and, and, and on deck for real. Because, like I said before, we don't turn down nothing but our collar over here. We're here to endorse everything that's going down and somebody trying to do something real. We're here to endorse it to the absolute fullest. And you're at, you're at the Fluffy Easy Show Worldwide. 646-595-3402. You want to talk to my, my man who's handling his dance biz. You want to talk to, you know, uh, you know, Mike B about, you know, Rawhide, you know, productions. You want to talk to Sugar Ray about relationships or anything related to, to what's keeping it real. Man, you got the number, you got the diamonds, you got the time, we got the voice. So, you know, we're going to continue to, you know, push this thing right on up. And, um, yeah. Like I said before, you know, we 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 trying to do it too. What you what you got on deck, shit, uh, Sugar Ray? What's going on with you tonight? You know, I got a lot of things on my mind, man. Right now, man, it's, it's some things that kind of bother me right now, man. You know, I'm gonna come off my chest and I'm gonna say it, man. And I want everybody to chime in. I want everybody to chime in on it. Everybody listening, man, I want you to let let me know. We're gonna talk about haters. And if anybody out there listening right now, six four six five nine five. 3402. If anybody you know that's hating on you, please call in. Now, if you're a hater, don't fucking call in. Please, don't do that. The thing I'm trying to say is, man, what do you guys think about haters, man? I mean, what I'm trying to say is, my big thing is that I have a situation, man, to where I seem to realize, man, that every time I do something, no matter what I say or what's going on with me or... I walk funny. I always got somebody who's always rolling their eyes or either looking at me or either saying ignorant stuff about me. And I ain't did nothing. I'm just staying in my lane, doing my thing. But it kind of like, I take it in a way as, I take it in a way as, that's a big up for me. That's kind of like good. Because you got to have this to, to, you must be really doing something good if somebody hates me. That's why I take it. So how do you, how do you guys think about that? Man? What do you, how do you take it? Go ahead, Rawhide. Well, I'm going to tell you what I think about it. You summed it up just right. Well, geez, yeah. Uh, if you're not doing anything in life, if you don't have anything going on for yourself, if you don't have anything practically or jumping off, you know what I'm saying? You're going to hate on somebody. But at the same time, you know, they, 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 my comedian once said, you know, we've been complaining about the unemployment situation for a long time here in America. We've been talking about, you know what I'm saying, you know, uh, how, you know, we out of jobs and stuff. But, you know, haters got a job. You know, you know Barack Obama would be glad to know that at least one part of the workforce is still working. And that's the haters. The hater is always going to let you know exactly what's going on. He's always on his job. Matter of fact, a lot of times, the hater will clock in early because he don't want to miss none of his time on the clock. 
He wants to make sure he lets you know at all times that the hater raid and, 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 and gator raid is, is, is a toxic mix. You know, the gator raid keeps you fucked up. And, and, you know, you know, like when you see the old commercials with Michael Jordan, and Michael Jordan would always bring some gator raid, you know, and fill up his body with all the, you know, understand with all, you know, the necessities that the drink brings with all the power and the energy. But the hater, man, he comes with his own chase. You know, he mixes his hater with hater raid. And all he does is right. whatever he don't even have to have a good reason to hate, but it's a good thing to know that, you know, the, the employment situation, even if it's bad in America, somebody's always at work. Somebody's always got a job. And you gotta let the haters do their damn job. Because see the haters are, are the only ones that let you know when you really got it going on. The haters have right. have a yeah. And I mean, I mean, and they're, and they're good at what they do. And like I said, they put in a lot of overtime. They, you know, they, they do kind of employ that show to the job a half an hour early and just and just sprays they, they mouth with, with all kind of, you know, poor septic and stuff because they want their hater words and shit to come out real strong. So for the haters out there, I want to thank you for taking your time out of your busy day to think about Glossy Jeezy. <laughs> push it up the road just like the tenth one on the first of the bus rolling up the street in this Cadillac with Kid on the back, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna see the bags up the block on the first of the month to the 31st of the month, or the 30th of the month, or the 28th of February. I'm gonna continue the bag. So you keep on hating, I'll keep on elevating. That's how I'm gonna keep it straight, and that's all I'm gonna say on that. Yeah, that's real talk. I like that. That's what's up, man. Cause I mean, it's just a lot of going on, man. I, I mean. I'm not a, I, I mean, I don't, I mean, people just hate, man, for some reason, man, and, and I noticed that, I noticed there's a lot of it on, uh, on Facebook, you know, I mean, there's a lot of it, you know, I mean, I don't know, man, it's just funny how people are, man, I just, I just, I'm, I'm just amazed how things are, man, I'm, I want to go out and say something, man, but you never know, but I ain't gonna say it, but if you're out there listening, I'm talking about you, you goddamn haters, I don't know why the hell you hate so goddamn much. But I understand. But you know what? I I do understand. As a matter of fact, I overstand. You don't have nothing else in life, and that's what you do. You're a born hater because it's something about your ass that you ain't doing right. So you hate on everything else that that, that goes on. You probably even hate on the goddamn wind that blows. That was that was that was haters. Do. But you know, whatever. I can't help it. I have to get that off my chest, man. But I want to get back to some real crazy, man. I want to talk to you and bring up to another scenario. And this is my favorite, man. I like talking about females. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, man. I was in a situation at work today, man. And, uh, bruh, I mean, it was crazy, man. Because this chick, you know, she's the cheerleader's coach. And she's, a, you know, she's a married. And her two kids go there and all that kind of stuff. But she's really, you know, she's really, like, always smiley, smile type. You know, always grilling and stuff like that. But the thing about it, the thing about it was... Is on how personal she got with me. You know, she get personal. Well, my my, my buddy he brought up something. He said, you know, they were talking about you know about her husband and things like that. And how's your husband? And she said, hell, oh, he's doing fine. And he said, why? Well, why you say it like that? And she went in talking about went in talking about how he wasn't doing this, and he wasn't doing that. But you know, it, 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 just, it just tripped me out. That, talking about what her, her man. Yeah, talking about the husband. She started venting, talking about her husband and stuff like that. But make a long story short, man, the chick got to the point where she got personal with me, man, and she said to me, man, that um, 
her son, who goes to the same school where I, where I uh, work at, her son said, hey, if you and dad ever break up, I would like for you to date Lawrence. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm thinking like, in case y'all don't know that Sugar Ray, that's who I am. No, it's my real name. But the thing about it was, she told me that, man. I, I, I just got stuck. Like, what? You know, huh? She said, yeah. You know, yeah. That was and you put that out there? Yeah, she said it. Like, she said it like that. And I said, I said, I said, why do you say that to you? She said, because you're cool and he likes you. He likes you. You're cool. But at the same time, man, I thought deeper about it because I think like, damn, they talk about me at home. And I don't do shit. I just do my shit with the work, but the chick comes on to me. Oh, she comes on real hard. She's talking about how he lasts two seconds and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why are you throwing on the the bus like that? That's your husband. Wow. This is my Coach, 
She's the head. She's the coach. Uh-oh. You know, and I'm and I'm, I'm I'm like, yo, man, this is crazy, man. And my buddy, who's my other partner that works in security with me, he just fucking around, just walked off and just shook his head, laughing. And I said, yo, thanks a lot, buddy. He's gonna leave me whole cold blood right by myself. But yeah, man. Oh man, wow. Well, I told you, not all kids wanna be like Mike, man. You know what I'm saying? Some kids wanna be like that. Like the role models that they see in front of them, you know what I mean? I mean man, man, man. It ain't the first time I had a situation like that at the job. I have a teacher to do the same thing. I have a counselor to do the same thing, you know. It's one of those oh, things, man, that I don't know what it is, man. It's like they, 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 they're real flirtatious. They kind of say things, you know. They kind of say things. Right that he got caught in them headlights real quick with that one, like hey, in the middle of the road. <laughs> I'm keeping up. I mean, I'm keeping it 100, man. I just. I you know I don't like to mess around with the JLB man, but if I ever mess around with JLB, and if I was a guy who wanted to splurge and do what I can, I can't. I'm a single guy. But the thing is right. about it, man. Think about it though, man. Is this I'm gonna tell you something? I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm always into this this thing right here when it comes to women. Women, one thing about when you mess around in your job, like I even have a student who wants to introduce her mom to me. And I met a mom, but, you know, I still like, I can't do that. But the point I'm trying to make is if a situation doesn't work, it just goes foul, but you have a one-night stand or whatever, and you, you just tearing it up. You, I mean, a few-night stand, you tearing it up for weeks and months or whatever. They get to the That's point, trouble. man, they get to the point that conflicts might happen where things may not work out right. Then next thing you know, you go going to work and you got to end up seeing this person. I'd be doing right. my job, and I'd be walking a different rail. I wouldn't go that hallway. I'd go a different route. Probably go outside and come back around before I go through that hallway. But what I'm saying, right. though, is, man, is that that's that friction. That's that issue, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, Temptation. <laughs> Temptation. And, and, and one thing I know about Washington women, one thing, and one thing I'll say about Washington women, I mean, it's a, I think it's a, I know the balance. I think it's women in the Pacific Northwest. They very, they get to be very aggressive. They, That's true. They, they, they kind of like to me. They like it's, it's get to a point where hey, you know, it's, what's up? I mean, I walked up to a girl before and I said, hey, what's happening? How you doing? And she just looked at me like, yeah, what's up? And I'm thinking like, damn. You know, when the chick say, yeah, what's up? And I said, hey, yeah, it kind of made me like, damn, she's she's with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You don't you know have to I mean? have much. It's, uh, you, it's like you was telling me before. You know, when you go to work, you don't really be into like skinning and grinning and faking and fronting and stuff. And kids pick up on that stuff. They right. pick up on who, who's truly smooth. They pick up on who, who's uh, really into them. You know what I'm saying? And really trying to, uh, you know what I'm saying, uh, be right. a, a benefit to them and, and who's been real with them. And they know, and like my man said earlier, real recognize real. So when you hear a, a child say that, you know, two, three things come to mind. You know, uh, mom, you can see when mom's unhappy, pops must really be falling off, or the kid Maybe. is seeking some sort of realistic identity from someone who can talk to, tell him, or show him something. So I understand 110% what 
why a young man or or, or or young lady would feel that way because this isn't the, this isn't our grandma and grandpas or even our generation of, of being high schoolers and kids and you know you see a lot of uh, you know these these high school uh, chicks and, and and guys that are very much more mature they're a lot more perceptive they have internet they have TV they have cable that tells them what relationships are and they sit there long enough you know on a Saturday night someone then us to do and watch programs that are not dissimilar to what we're talking about. And hell yeah, they sit there and see this stuff, and especially they see mamas unhappy, and they 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 go to the Make Make a Wish Foundation, which happens to be your high school. It, it, it's up to you. Uh, yeah, you know. It, yeah, man, it's crazy, man. <clears throat> so so crazy. is it gonna make things weird? Uh, do you think that 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 made things weird, bro? You know what, man? I'm gonna tell you this. I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you right this, man. What I do. You know, I, <clears throat> what I do, man, I go to I, I go to work, man, and it's whatever, you know what I'm saying? It's whatever. It's gang showtime. It's whatever. And the thing about it, man, you know, when when when, when women come at that and do their stuff like that, even in the workplace, I can handle it. It's flattery. I like it, you know, because the thing about it, I'm not going to go to the point of trying to do what they think I'm going to do, you know what I'm saying? Because that's the reason why they come at me because the thing about it, I, I do totally the opposite, man. Like we are, no, don't get me wrong. We are, we are in public. We are in, uh, in, in town or something like that. And I don't know anything much about you. And you have to do something like that. Well, it's it's, it's showtime. I'm gonna get you. But you know, but mm-hmm. the thing about it, when I'm at the job, man, I charge it to the game, man. I just look at them and say, hey, what's up, you know? And I I say a little something, something, something like that, man. But I never come off to them too crazy because I want nobody fucking my money, man. But at the same time, though, man. You know, my life for sale, man. It's out there, man. I ain't trying to hide shit, you know. Cause think about it, I tell people all the time, and the way and everybody, you guys know this. Y'all some players, man. You think it's about it, man. You ain't the lot of kick it. Your game is what it is. There ain't no game. It's real. This is real life. I am who I am, you know. And that's what it is. You don't like it. That's what it is. And most girls do like it, I guess. So I'm gonna keep it doing. I'm gonna keep it going. You know, pop my right. collar and keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, man. It's a lot of it's a lot of um it's a lot of opportunity out there for a single guy, man. But then at the same time, man, it's kind of like one of those things, man, that where you run into some women that that you're interested in, they make it very hard for them. So I get to the point where I don't really approach women, you know, so hard. I don't want to give them the opportunity to think they got it. They they, they got the upper hand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, really, man. I see a lot of beautiful women. I just don't even holler. I, I speak to them, but I don't let them get to the point like, what's up, baby? How you doing? You look mighty fine. No, I don't do no shit like that. I just walk up to them and do some shit that they cut. They probably, probably look my eyes and say, hey, how you doing? I like that dress you got on. That's nice. You know, I do some... I do some shit like that, man. You know, some complimentary shit, man. And that's killing them. You that's yeah, you know that's killing them. And then they need to call in. The doctor, the doctor of love is in the house. Yeah, it's real talk, man. It's real talk. Check it out. One thing is, one thing I noticed, man. One thing I noticed, man. One thing I noticed, man. Is that if you see a chick and you know she's fine. And you know where she work at, and you see her on a regular basis, and you know it. The best thing to do for you is not to jump on it the first time you see it. Don't try to eat it up all the first time. 
You sit there and say, hey, how you doing, Peter? A little subtle thing. Next day is another thing. Day after that is another thing. Because as you go on, she ends up being talking to you because she's she, she comfortable with you. And it, 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 it's, all like, it's, like a, it's, like, it's like a layaway plan. You put some money like down. <laughs> you put some money down. You put some money down. And what you do is you make small payments. Small payments. And after you make, after you get to the small payments, you're done. Then you got it. And you're good. Then you can make your balloon payment at the end. Yes, sir. That's how you do it, man. Now, oh. now, if she, now, if she's tripping, if she's tripping, and she get to the point where it's like, uh, she ain't trying to speak, and she acting real stuck up all the time, just charge her to the game, man. Fuck her, man. Keep it moving. <laughs> Because oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, I, I got a, I got a question now. Do you think she's gassing, gassing you with, with the whole son situation, or do you think that's something he really said? Say it again, man. Do, do you think she's gassing you with her son said this, or, or, um, or, or do you think that, uh, do you think he really said that? <laughs> you know what? I'm, I, you know what I thought about that. I really thought about that because I think that's her saying that. Because I don't think no no boys gonna pick any other man over their dad. You can't do that. You can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I, I really, I really think, I really think that's something that she said. You can't do that, man. You can't go to your mama and be like, "Hey, mom, uh, you know, dad's all right." <laughs> so what you really need to do is <laughs> get that dude from the school. Who does that? Yeah, man. No, 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 no boy does that to his dad like that. No How boy. does that come up in the conversation? Use your son like that, though, man. Come on, man. Yeah, you. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Joe Daniel. But that tells me that tells me a lot about her on how to, um, on how. Denying she is, man, because she goes off talking about the man don't last two seconds. He bought me an Xbox, and I want the flowers. He this, he that, you know. I mean, when you say, when you act like that, that tells me you're not happy. You're looking for something. She, she wants some of that sugar. Yeah, she, she wants, wants some sugar, man. Sugar. Yeah. She wants some sugar, man. That's the thing yeah, about it. Man. That's the thing about it. I try to tell these chicks, man, you know about the sugar, man. It's like it's like you know one hit of it, like cocaine. You know, when you hit a cocaine, you hook. You got to go through rehab. You start to lose everything. You start to lose your goddamn mind. I ain't going to do that. See, that's what I'm trying to see. If I do that, it's a job, man. I might as well just go ahead and say, hey, I'm done. Because I know somebody about to get crazy. So I might as well do that. But I ain't going to do that to that chick, man. Because that chick is going to do that, man. Every morning, she be doing more than the head coach of Chile. She be that motherfucker like a student every damn day at 7 o'clock. You just get all day. And I... I can't handle that, man. That's why I don't mess with him, man. Uh, all right. <laughs> Look, you see, uh, you already know that uh, me and Norris, man, we 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 uh, we happily locked down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the only other uh, single man in the building is Moon today. Moon travels up and down. He knows about the the, the Northwest women's situation and more. Um, you know, this man is famous for uh, um, kicking it with some uh, cheerleaders. Uh, one time, and, and just uh, just photographing him up, and then and then he came back to us with the with the photos, uh, telling us, "Now nah, she was cool, 
You know what I'm saying? She was she was dope uh, to talk to. She was she was really nice. You know what I'm saying? So I want to hear I want to hear uh, another single man's uh, notion. What's going on in your life, man? And, and dealing with women, especially as much as you travel and stuff like that. So I know uh, if you do uh, keep uh, keep uh, uh, one situation or you got you your girl, um, that can't be easy. What's going on? Man, I just gotta say, I love women, man. I just, I really do. I think women are great. Um, I like women that keep it real, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I gotta say, man, it's really, it's really dope when I find a, a woman that's got her own thing going, man. She's like, uh, you know, has her own projects that she's working on, and uh, right. she got a, a good head on her shoulder, man. And to me, that's, uh, that's what I look for, man. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm kind of a simple man when it comes to women. Uh, I gotta say that though, when I do travel, um, I, I'm blessed to be able to meet a lot of different women, and uh, and I gotta say, when I'm in that town, you know, I'll be thinking about those women, and when I'm in another town, I'll be thinking about those women. Right, right. But at the end I of the like day, that. man. Uh, I'm an equal opportunity lady lover, man. I, I, I love them all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies. Oh, man, check in with us. I like it. Like 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 five, five, five. You know what I'm saying? Three, four, oh, two. Give us your opinion. We inquire you know, minds want to know, right? Do you I was fortunate to do a, do a do photo have... shoot with uh, UCLA cheerleading squad when I was down in LA, and that was that was uh, pretty legit, man. That was pretty fun. Mm-hmm. So, I'm ask you, man. Do you, do, you have, do you have any horror stories, man? Do you have any horror stories? Because because every single guy, man, you know, I mean, I know you went through some things. You probably had a few dates or whatever, and probably had a little fling with some chick. Or, do you have any horror stories? Anything that is kind of like, damn. Oh, I, I got I haven't had any horror stories, man. Nothing but really good things to say, man. Uh, I don't know what it is, but I tend to gravitate towards some really cool chicks, man. So I, I can't really go back to say. Any situation like uh, Sugar Ray's here where it was somebody who wasn't happy in this situation that they were in and, and they were they were looking at you like, uh, you know. Uh... <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I like to I like to let um, – I kind of let to, I like to let my interactions with women be be that man. I don't I don't get let women take too much space in my head, you know. I don't let them consume me, you know. I'm not really dwelling on them, so you know I let I let my interactions with women be that, you know, just interactions, and then I keep it moving. You know, I got a lot of projects and things that I'm working on, a lot of things that I'm doing. So you know, I I like to spend time with women, but when I'm not spending time with women, I'm doing something else. You know what I'm saying? Wow. That's what's up. <laughs> yeah, man, you know, I mean, hey, brother. You know, you you sound like you're a pretty young cat. That's that's what's up, man. I'm glad you got a. Good, I like your attitude, man. You got a real positive attitude. I like that a lot, man. And don't let none, you know, don't let none. Uh, positive, get, man. Don't let nobody, don't let none stay your shine, man. Keep it keep it popping like that, man. Because uh, you know, I mean, I had to learn the hard way, you know. And there's still some more learning and things, you know. So I don't have it all figured out, but I'm just saying that. I keep running to some crazy shit, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I mean, from from even from Louisiana, Texas, Georgia, you know, even California, even up here, it, I 
I've ran into some some serious stories, man. I mean, maybe one day, man, I might fuck around and write a book about it, man, because I'm going to tell you something. Bro. I, I know some shit about some females, man, and some shit that's blow my mind. And they all ain't the same. It's a lot of good women. I, I mean, I have, I have like two ex-girlfriends that I still talk to today, and I don't have no horror story. We had one on the show. Uh, that was my ex. She was my first love. You know, it was my, and we had a great time. And she was telling me to come to Houston. When she tell she was telling me to come to Houston. She wanted to, she wanted to put it on me. And I was like, whoa. But uh, at the same time, man, you know, I mean, I, you know, some good women out there, man. But I have some false stories, man, because I can tell you right now, I can, I can. There's some women that I hope don't call that don't like me. I hope they don't call because they call. Man. Oh God, damn. <laughs> Say <laughs> word. Say word. Well, that's yeah, indeed, you know. Yeah. Well, on, on that note, I'm gonna go ahead and drop a little something on you to kind of, you know, fit, fit, fit the mold here. This is a little Jay Z shot. Y'all, all you uh, hip hop kids up there should recognize this. Uh, oh, here we go. Yeah, we have a lively right now. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Fluffy GV Show Worldwide, 646-595-3402. Go ahead and call in. I got, I got the crew on, man. And, you know what I'm saying? We just loud the night. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Doing, doing a show. Hold on, my man. Doing a show doing a show on the fly. So, uh, we can, you know, you guys go ahead and call in. I'm going to play this little tune for y'all, and we'll be back in about two minutes. <laughs>
with six like homie You don't know me but the whole world owe me Strip was thought to be a pleasant guy all my fucking life So now I'm down for whatever, ain't nothing nice Throughout my junior high years it was all friendly But now this higher learning got the Remy in me Lick off, invaded my kidneys Got me ready to lick off, mama forgive me I can't be held accountable, the evil's beating me down boo Got me running with God, making G's, telling lies that sound true Come test me, I never cower, for the love of money son I'm giving lead showers, stop screaming You know the demon said it's best to die And even if Jehovah witness, bet he'll never testify The evil and we back, we back live. That's a hot track by my man Jay Z. You know, saying off the Reasonable Doubt album. And no doubt about it, we in the house tonight. You got my man Rawhide on deck. You got my man uh, Sugar Ray on deck, and we just kicking the ballistics about relationships and fantasy stuff on deck. And I don't want to leave my man out. Rawhide, what's what, what, what's my man's name again? You're all right. You know music. Hey man, you know how I go. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got you got the man uh, Moon in the house. Moon, yeah. Moon, yeah, Moon in the house. You know, professional dancer extraordinaire. You know what I'm saying? Gets around like Tupac as well, man. It's it's, it's all a beautiful. You know what I mean? A B-boy action. You know what I'm saying? Doing it like a real pro, handling his business. You know what I'm saying? We on deck. It's about 8.07 Pacific Standard Time, and we're just doing our thing, man. It's, it's always a pleasure to have you you fellas on deck, man. And I always learn something new. Like, I never knew we had Superman in the building, so I talked to Sugar Ray a little while ago. I thought Cats wanted to be like Mike. They want to be like Sugar Ray. That's all right. Oh, man. <laughs> oh man, you know what? You know what? <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm tell you right. I'm gonna tell you this one. What, what I'm gonna do is like, okay, tomorrow night we're gonna have Professor Grip on here, and also um, this weekend, like Sunday, every Sunday we're gonna have these. Um, so every Sunday on here we're gonna have a situation where we're gonna have some deep, deep, deep topics. You know, it's almost like church. You know what I'm saying? I'm having my man Larry Dublin on here, man. And uh, Larry Dublin, he's a he's out of Louisiana, man. He's a great guy. <clears throat> he's a childhood friend of mine, man. But he spent a long, long time in the prison system, man. He was in Angola, down in Louisiana. And he got some stories, and, and he got some things he's going to talk about and share with that. But also at the same time, what I'm going to do, man, I'm going to bring um, some women on here, man, that I know. And I'm going to. You know, I'm going to start kind of like handing out some cards. My friend DJ Session, I'm having call a show next week also. I'm going to get him to the point where we're going to make a, like a little cards, man, with the number on him and, and the kind of picture of Flossy Jeezy, you know, worldwide. And I'm going to hand out the number and everything and have a lot of women to call in. And we're going to get down, man. We're going to get really down because I really want to open up and talk about the situation about relationships, expectations, and all that kind of stuff. And the most of the women I give it to are going to be single. Because I want to see, I want to hear what they think and what they want. Because a lot of women have expectations and they have this thing of what they want, these standards and all that type of stuff like that. So I'm going to talk to them and I'm going to try to lower their standards. <laughs> I'm going to try to knock them off their big horse. But I'm going to see how I can do that because there's going to be women on there. So 
I'm not going to ask you guys to chime in because I know you guys are already locked and y'all good. I ain't locked, but I am good. <laughs> but we're going to get to the point. <laughs> but we going to get to the point where I'm going to get some girls on here, man. And I want to, and I want to, I want to talk to them. And if there's any any lady out there that's listening right now, please call in six four six five nine five. 3402. When we first started the show, that's one of the first things we started. We talked about relationships. And I had a whole laundry list of type of relationships. And I'm going to get back into that eventually. And I'm going to break it down. I'm going to let y'all girl, your ladies here. But I need you ladies to call in because I need feedback. And it'd be, it'd be great if it's a woman I don't know. It'd be great if it's a woman I don't know because I don't know what to expect. I don't know your past. I don't know your history. But we can just chop it up. Right. So, yeah, so that's what I want to do, man. So, ladies, please, call in. Don't be shy. I can tell you why. I can even say something <laughs> to make you cry. Listen to him. Hey, look, Superman is in the building. Yeah. <laughs> that was fun, man. That was fun. Well, you better do something, man. He, he's trying to turn it into a dating show with, with nobody but him. <laughs> no man, because you know because the thing, the thing about it, man, it's like you know, according to Nels, you know, with his with his expertise, man, this show has no limits, man. We talk about everything. Oh, it's yeah, worldwide, because yeah, because mm-hmm. you know it's one of those things, man. You know, Rahat, right, when you do your thing, I know you're gonna have some topics, man. And I know you're gonna have some good stuff going on, most definitely. And the thing yeah, is buddy. about it. We, we're going to support each other make it happen, man, because, you know, it's all we bring. We, this is our show. We're going to do it and then have fun with it, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, man, I got a I got a topic, and I'm about to bring it up uh, uh, really quick. Um, and this was one that I, I was telling Nels I wanted to bring up uh, this week, too. And uh, it's the Forbes Five. Hip hop's wealthiest artist. Oh, oh, are you guys oh. ready? Come on, Flossie, you ready? Now, now, Norris, uh, I don't think you were you were in that night. I, I wasn't. Huh? Let me wrap my mouthpiece right quick. I got my helmet and my and my, and my, and my, and my skate on. I just need my mouthpiece. Go ahead. Okay, yeah, and, and for sure, uh, Norris. I don't think you was here when uh, you know I was I was telling Nels, and we we I had a question then to get uh, folks ready, and I want to hear yours now. Who do you think, without looking it up, is the Forbes Five uh, Hip Hop's wealthiest artist for 2014? Okay, well, there's no way I can look it up right now, man, because my pad is not charged up. So for 2014, Forbes. Hip hops, uh, number one guy for making money. Uh, is it Wiz Khalifa? Huh? Is it Wiz Khalifa? It's five. Pick five of them. Who do you think? Oh, out of out of rap uh, music, who has the most money and is worth the most money total? Not just in 2014, or or made the money just in 2014, but has the most money and uh, are the wealthiest hip hop artists. Okay, okay. Um, I will have to say, okay, okay, Fifty Cent was one of them, right? And I would say another one, and I would think I would think that uh, Jay Z has to be another. Um, I would think that. I have to think that Diddy is up there. Uh-huh. Uh, 
I have to say my fourth probably would be man. Um, wow, oh wow. Okay, I said fifty, I said Diddy, I said Jay Z, uh mm-hmm. Kanye, Kanye West. Uh, fifth spot would be Eminem. And then uh, Eminem, that's your top five? Yeah. That's pretty good. No, uh, uh, Flossie, do you remember yours? Uh, I'm going to have to go back uh, back off the dry shot, man. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and then say 50 Cent, mm-hmm. Jay-Z, Drake, mm-hmm. Weezy, mm-hmm. And uh, hold on, hold on. Let me let me, let me run, rattle through, rattle through. Oh, oh, my can't square my brain around. Um, damn, it's a toss up, man. It's a toss up between M and Ti. I'm gonna go with M just because, because like I said, they, they, they tend to fatten up, fatten up their own pockets faster than anybody else's. So that's my five right. All right, now. all right. And here we go. Uh, like I said, um, and like I said before, you know, most of these, most of these uh, folks, you know, everybody got off the bat. You know, what I'm saying that it was there were some easy ones, some ones you would expect, but uh, no, ne- neither one of y'all got all five correct. And here we go. Number one, we have Diddy. Norris, I believe you said Diddy. Wow. Number two. Number two, we have Dr. Dre. Number three, number three, we got Jay-Z. Okay. Number four, and here's what makes it crazy, because um, especially oh, <laughs> Norris, you were, I mean, not Norris, but uh, Flossie, you were so close. Um because you kept saying uh, Wheezy, but no, it's Baby, okay? What? And then you have 50 Cent. That is not in the order of uh, which one is the richest, but those are the top five. Yeah. You know what? I can see Baby, because Baby right now is making some serious paper. Ain't Ain't that some messed up shit, though? The one that's been putting out the music, yes, you are correct. The one who's been making the most, <laughs> not who has the most, but the one who's been making the most out of that side is Wheezy. But uh, who do you have? Baby in the top five. Since the last time that Baby's actually, and that's the difference in all of these guys, except for maybe, well, no, Dre and Diddy um, are on that level. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all the yeah, it's all the company owners, all of them. Look at them. And that's you got the music. The artists aren't the one that made the music. The people who produce the music are the ones that make all all the money. That that happened with JD when he had the brat, he had um, uh, Jack Edge, he had uh, 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 that guy said I don't need Murphy Lee, and he had um, had Usher uh-huh. under it, and he made all the money. He made like like twenty five million. And combined, the three of them made like twelve million. So yeah, that makes perfect sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, baby, yeah, baby, man, he got some artists, man. We got Nicki Minaj, he got Drake, Lil Wayne. He's making some yeah. money, man. Get the fuck out of here, man! They both got the right to go for the rebound. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, 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 audience. Portland, Portland's getting it in right now. They have bought by almost 10 in, in eight town, doing it like they're supposed to. The Marcus Artists is from Houston, so they're doing it up. That's, that's another crazy thing. Good, hey, man, by the way, good, good flavor on that, man. It's always good to know who's in the know and who's, and who's doing it big on the, on the music scene. You know, it, you know, one thing that, that, that irks me about the media, this guy is riding this guy. One thing that irks me about the media and one thing that kills me, like in the case of Terrence Jones, he went to Jefferson High School here in Portland, Oregon. He played for the Houston Rockets. And he had some kind of judicial thing that was, that was going on with him that, that happened out here. And the media, man, whenever something happens to, 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 to non-black folks uh, or happens to black folks, you know, you play it over and over and over and over again. This decision had already went down last game or two or three days ago where he got that decision last week, and they're still playing up to it, you know, now. And and, and, and the first thing that happens when you're not black and something happens to you in the judicial system, you can apologize once, and it's, it's just viewed as a heartfelt apology and everything and everything else. But when you but when yeah. you sit up here and you beat a guy across the head over and over and over and, and over and over again about about the uh, situation where he was in, but yet you don't tout the work that they do. Well, in case we had a story about Common and and um, and, um, and and the sidekick there, uh, I can't believe I can't remember his name right now because like I said, his game had me kind of twisted. Uh, Kanye West, how can I forget that name? They put they were putting out some thirty thousand jobs in the roughest area of Chicago. And yet you have, you don't hear that, but if someone has a hiccup, you play it over and over and over and over and over again. My thing is and maybe I have the wrong attitude about it, but if I'm an athlete or a person that's gotten in some trouble or something that's happening, I'm not gonna to continue to answer the same question over and over and over again. If my charges have been dismissed if I'm giving ten thousand dollars to a local charity, which, in, 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 as far as I'm concerned, that's the court system basically extorting you out of ten thousand dollars because if you're dismissing something, that means that you weren't guilty of it. Um, then the media shouldn't continue to beat it up over and over and over again just because the guy happens to be playing in a playoff game against the city that where, where your team is at. I think it, it shows bad form. The kid is from Portland, and I just think that it's ignorant. The way they do athletes like that, they beat them up over and over again. And even if they show contrition, even if they say that they're uh, sorry and they apologize, whether they really should apologize or not, to continue to beat them up, it makes you not, as a citizen, as a person who gets in trouble, it makes you, A, not want to talk to the media, and it makes you, B, I'm sorry for what has happened because if you're going to ride somebody from now on and not let them uh, get absolved from it after you've already admitted a wrong, I think that that just that just plays into into for lack of a better word for it. it it's fun. What, what, what did you guys thoughts on 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 how stuff like that goes down? Because that's just that's just kind of odd to me. Yeah. Well, shoot. Uh, the the famous one to me, you know, uh, dealing in that type of situation is the Vic, you know, and. Use a use a dirty motherfucker for fighting dogs, you know. But hey, it's it, it's you know it, it, yeah it does happen and, and it's fucked up. But um, you know there's uh, a lot of different ways that folks is out there making fucked up money. But hey, uh, you caught him. Um, he did his time. 
he wants to get on with his life because that's not like it was a big part of his life. You know what I'm saying? Right. He, he, he apparently had other things going on too, but uh, he was uh, out there doing some shit he shouldn't have been, you know, for, for who he was. You know, well, the fake ain't being a book for the family that you that that's the price you pay Hey, you know, I got a question. I got a question to ask y'all right quick. If you had, if you had anything you want to say to the president, like say, for instance, you want to start a petition or anything like that, and you want to submit it, what would, you, what, what, would what would you ask? What would you, what would the petition say? What would it say? Wow, that's deep. Yeah, because I'm thinking, like, you know what I did? I, I went online one time, and then I went to uh, I Google Petitions. And I looked at it, you know, it said it has a thing up that says start, and it has another thing that says view. And it's the petitions that are viewed. I viewed a lot of petitions that were there. There's a lot of them, man, a lot of them. And I started thinking to myself, I was like, wow, if I had to make a, a petition, what would I petition? What would I, if, if I have anything that I want to talk about, anything that I will have, I have an issue about, what would it be, and how would I, and what people that I'm trying to get to, to, to be with me, would they find a petition to make it happen? You just trying to think. Well, what you know what? I, I would think that would be an easier question for you, being that uh, you work heavily with your community. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you're right there at the spot where community is built. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, you know, you, you probably see more going on uh, than I do in, in, in my neighborhood because everything is so spread. The, the girls go to school, um, uh, like, uh, 10 miles away from the house, you know what I mean? And it's just to pick them up. I know they're teachers and stuff like that. But, you know, uh, we're, we're, we're not too connected. This is uh, out here. It, it, it's, it's crazy. Uh, and, you, and you see this in Seattle where, uh, you know, the people just don't, you know, socialize anymore. <laughs> you know? Right, right. But one of the things, one of the things, you know, from working in the school system, one of the things I thought about came to mind. And I want to know if you guys think this would be something worth talking about. I was really thinking about the fact, you know, from learning, I'm still learning and reading and trying to some kind of information, man. But I want to know, what do you guys think about, like in school, I look at the curriculum of what's being taught in school, man. And I look at a lot of stuff, man, and I was thinking to myself, like, there should be something in schools, man, that where it's pertaining to what people can uh, understand each other's cultures, man, uh, each other's history. I mean, I'm talking about, you know, African-American history, and I'm even talking about Mexican-American history and all that kind of stuff. Because I feel like they all, I feel like the blacks, Mexicans, even the Asians, everybody, uh, and, and, and whoever else, I, I think they really, they, we, we're in America, man, but the thing about it, they don't know anything about their own culture, they only get the story of what America wants to do. Only one side, one story. And the reason why I say mm-hmm. that, it should be 
most definitely she could have our information. You know, and most definitely she have our story. You know what I'm saying? But for every person that's working in America that's doing something, I think that we know each other's culture and know anything about each other. I think that they have race relations. That's what I believe. What race relations? I think yeah, I think it help. I think it. You know, I don't know if it would. It's not the answer, but I think it would help and give people an understanding about each other, a little more respect. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, because I would. I would definitely uh, rather have that than. Uh, I remember one of the first shows we were talking about how uh, uh, these folks are uh, making it where uh, there's uh, sex education on homosexuality. Yeah. And, and, we can't, and, and we can't focus on uh, rape relations. Right. Something that's right. been, you know, present there for years. Right. Right. Like, what in the world? Because, you know, yeah, you know what's so crazy, man? They, they have, I mean, there's so much stuff out there, man, but it's like, they don't change it, man. I mean, I try to get everything into to increase the knowledge of each other, man, um, at a young age, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just one of those things. I, I, I just thought about it, man. If you guys ever get a chance, man, go to petitions, man, and, because, uh, you know, and look at it, man. Just look at it. Just view it, man. Just get an idea. They got all kinds of stuff in there, man. Some stuff that you might want to look at, man. Like, I was wondering there. There was one of them that would check me out, man. It was about uh, interracial interracial violence, man. He was talking about how black people beat up on white people, and there's a guy who was complaining about it. And then he got like about 998 people that signed up for it with their initials and stuff and locations. And I was like, wow. And I was thinking to myself, like, okay, this is a petition that's sent to the government, sent to the Barack Obama and everything. And I'm, I'm, wondering, I'm wondering myself how it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's out there, man. Interracial, it's an interracial violence. Black on white. What, what are the steps uh, that it would take to get a petition started? Who do you talk to? Do you know? Well, it, 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 well to start, man, it, you go there. You go to that place first, and it, it has a thing that says start. And you start it, man, and I guess you fill out the information and you get. Uh, you have a lot of people that follow up on it, man. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, I want to do something. I want to do something like that, man. That'd be kind of cool, you know, just to have some big petitions. But you know, that's, that's a, but that's, you know, people that do that, they are revolutionary type people that are trying to do that, man. And I wouldn't mind doing it, you know what I'm saying? But I want to make sure that I have for the right cause, man. You, you know what, what, what's weird though That there's always a fear When it comes down to Or Trust me, not so much but Yeah, it is, it's a fear When you're talking about Educating people on African American or, 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 or African traditions And everything from What we, we were watching that film from The people of the Moors And teaching actual history and stuff like that And you know, there's kind of this attitude where if you don't like it here in America, go back to Africa. Well, if I'd have been over, been brought over here and had a return address, I might consider it. 
Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I, I might consider it. Uh, but we were brought over here without a return address. We were brought over here without any re- return uh, theorem of what, uh, you know, our, our culture was. And every time you try to get someone to, to boost our culture, uh, it's a uh, Anytime you can get anything like that, it's one of these kind of deals where, you know, petitions that, that, uh, that blacks make get ignored. And, and, and the media only wants to focus on, you know, petitions like that where all of a sudden diversity is somehow linked to homosexuality. Or diversity is linked to anything, anything but, but what we have. You just, I, we talked about it last night about how you just saw how they're beginning to dismantle and destroy affirmative action, starting with the education, and you know, just like with with the with the same sex uh, 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 right thing, the same sex marriage thing followed right behind it. With the with with the uh, affirmative action, you start with the dismantling of, from the educational system of affirmative action, and you work your way down to everything else from employment all the way down because there are eight to twelve states waiting in line for permanent bans on all types of it. Our our petitions, our our deals are, are always viewed as, well, they're just crying about something again. We don't really wanna we don't really wanna, you know, answer concerns. We don't wanna focus on what's what's interesting to us. And here again, the diversity, no one talked about diversity or bullying or anything else until the homosexual thing came up, and all of a sudden you got all this understanding on, geez, we're having a bright bulb moment. And, it, and it, for me it began when I'm watching Tyra Banks two years ago, before this stuff really blew up to where it is now, and the question starts getting asked, is homosexuality the new black? Well, categorically, I would say hell no. Because how do you how do you equate... 50 years of something that happened in Greenwich Village, New York, that started what you consider your revolution, and and then somehow retrofit that into 450 years of injustice for African Americans, like I said, we were brought over here the way we were. It's kind of hard for me to sit and stomach you somehow equivocating, equivocating that struggle with our struggle. Now, you have the right to deal with who you want to, be with who you want to, and the whole nine. But for us to put up a, a, a petition and answer your question, I would just ask him, when, he, when is he going to start using some of his presidential powers to actually truly affect things going on in the African-American community? Because, I mean, you came, out of my, you came out of my hometown, Chicago, representing yourself and saying you're from Chicago, yet 36 people, including five uh, young human beings, under the age of 12, got murked last week. And they kind of just passed over it like it's nothing. And if that had happened in, say, Dubuque, Iowa, oh, there would be such a cry through the land that you that you just couldn't you just couldn't withstand it. So my question would be, if you're going to start a petition, and, and, and it's a great idea to have them, and, and if they can get answered fine, will the media cover us with as, as much veracity or, or, or noise as they do with, with uh, their issues, or will they just shove it under the rug like they've been doing? It's just been too much dismantling of our communities through gentrification and everything else for me to honestly believe that they would um, actually give us a fair nod. So when are we when are we going to finally get a fair nod, and what would it take? Do we have to raise some more 
uh, Huey B. Newtons, or do we have to, you know, come up with some kind of other source? Because evidently the only thing that the bully understands is a bigger bully. So mm-hmm. I mean, what, so, so what? To what extent do we uh, do we have to wait? How long is this? Is 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 is, uh, is is too long? Well, like Martin said, when we when you're looking for justice, how long the answer should be not long. But for us, if we've always been put on, 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 you know, our shelf life is over with. Hell, we were a can of peaches. We'd be petrified rocks right now and waiting for justice because justice never comes to us. It always jumps over the top of us. So, you know, petitions are always a great idea, but if they're going to ignore, you know, the basics of where we're at, then it's kind of hard to say how effective that petition would be. Now, here's, here's people crying about black-on-white stuff or, you know, the bullying of, 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 of gays and lesbians and all this other stuff, but we've been experiencing that for 400 years. We have the outcry of what's ha- what happened to Jews in Germany and what happened to them for six years, and I still think that the number six and the number 450 are far-stretched numbers between each other, but, they're, they're, but everyone wants immediate justice for just them, but not us. I got kind of long-winded there, but that's just the way I see that. So, I mean, the you know, competition works, you know. That's all I got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, how long? Let me ask you a question, man. How long does uh, Barack Obama have in office? How, how much long he have? Is it next year is up? Or what is he up? Uh, this is April. I would say 8 plus 12, 20 months. Let me ask you a question. Have you ever thought, let me ask you, have you ever thought about you know, I don't know who's possibly next, but I'm I'm wondering. There's so much happened in his time of being in, and there's so much it didn't happen. You know what I'm saying? But I'm trying to wonder, like, where can we go next, man? What can what what what's next, man? Because right now, I have to have him in office because he was just up here in Washington. Yesterday, you know, and I was thinking about it, and I was thinking about it like, man, Barack Obama's around here. But I was wondering, man, like, what, when he's up, man, I wonder what it'd be like next after him. Who, who's the possible? Who's the possibility of being next? Is it Henry the, man, the, 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 the man with the nightmarish last name of four letters. You know, hell has four letters too. The nightmarish name that I keep hearing popping up is another Bush. And no. Well, I, I, hey, look, I'm hoping not too. But if they're talking Jeb Bush, the one who helped steal the election, uh, I believe in 2004 from Al Gore, that brother. That's impossible. And he, he's, the, he's the lead candidate. And I'm just saying, the Supreme Court has, has really been on a roll lately the, the, the affirmative action was yesterday. Last week, they just made a law that, that secured rich people being able to change and control elections now. The rules of the wow. game and everything else. And the big paper. What do you mean the they've, been they've been doing that for years? The, well, it, the, these PACs, these political uh, advocacy committees or whatever the hell they're calling themselves, the ones with all the long, long money. I mean, you got to look at something, man. You asked a good question a couple of days ago as to, um, you know, 
I get, I get just that quick. You asked a good question a couple of days ago in, in terms of, of uh, oh, man, it, it just slipped my mind just quickly as it came across. But the long story short, the, 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 the PACs being able to control this thing and the money that it goes in and the way they're able to they're collect the, oh, the Barack Obama question. You said, was it worse or was it better? since he's been in, and, and you were surprised when I said worse. I'm talking in terms of ever since he became president and got the second term, they passed the health care agenda on purpose for a reason. When mm-hmm. the Supreme Court justice got, who, 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 whose name is Justice Roberts, got elected in by George, by George W. Bush, and he, as a conservative judge, the wisdom is, and from what I'm seeing it, is that you allowed him to come in and pass the health care thing so you had the illusion that Barack had a lot of power. But in reality, that one thing he passed set up the tax money people, set up the uh, dismantling of, of, of affirmative action, set up the... the, the uh, you know the, uh, the the pat down brothers in New York and stuff, and, and and all this stuff was found constitutional, although they allowed the the, the health care thing to go through. And I and to be quite honest with you, I was stunned when the Supreme Court stood behind this guy. But now here again, look, let's look at it again. You got them wanting to come after veterans' money. You got them wanting to you know what I'm saying set themselves up. You know they say that our corrupt power corrupts absolutely. The government is the only agency out there that can give themselves raises whenever they feel like it, and you get no vote on it, to the tune of $35,000, probably $50,000 now, every six months. So by the time a lot of these cats leave, they're rich people. When Barack Obama came into office and he cut off those lobbies, and we talked about it last night, he cut off those lobbies, he was able to silence, you know, lobbies like helping, you know, helping out the, the, the medical companies that was giving more money out, he was able to silence, you know, uh, you know, all the, you know, the lobbying that's going on. Now, let's be real about it, okay? Let's be real. They still did the behind-the-scenes things, and they still did everything. But you got to look at something here. When you're part of the Skull and Bones, too, and when you're part of the Secret Society, too, and when you're part of all that, and you come out of those fraternities, and you get out here and you change and flip the script around and say you're going to do something else, right, then, hell no, they're not going to support anything that you do. They're going to hire as many people in. I mean, you got the tea baggers, the tea party sitting up here waiting on, on, on uh, you know, issuing out the rest of this dirty justice. We have the, now the threat. you got to remember, when the House of Representatives makes votes, it is, it is the Congress. It is the Congress that's able to override them. But what we have to worry about now is that not so much about who the next president is going to be, but you have to worry about the new Gingrich uh, Congress versus Bill Clinton. He was probably the, the, the most best president we ever had, along along with what Barack was trying to do. The difference between what he was trying to do and what Barack was doing is just a matter of pigmentation. But when you have the when you have the uh, the uh, at all say like for instance an all Republican Congress, you talk about programs that have already have been sliced in half, getting cut in half yet again, and all the things that Paul Ryan and the rest of these guys are doing about stopping all the the benefits that we have to people. 
right? If you get if you mess around here and get an all Congress person in here, even if Hillary Clinton, who I think is, in my opinion, because of, there's more women than men in this country, even if she was allowed to to get in the office and 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 enact some more of Bill Clinton's legislation, you get an all Republican Congress up in here, and she's a lame duck just like Barack is right now. We don't like to call him that and see him that way. Barack Obama's a lame duck president. He, and he's and he's the, he's the victim of his own own policies because I, I said it last night. Traditional things that we look for that are politically right and correct, right? And we look for so far as you know the right thing to do about poor, for the poor people and everything else, right? All that stuff is sloughed if you got a, 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 and they were all traditionally Republican ideas, but yet because it's him, right and it's, it's because it's him, and because it's his program. Right, they're going to say no to every damn thing just because of that plus the lobby question. So no matter what we do and no matter who the next candidate is that comes in here, if they mess around and fill up those those senator seats and then the House of Representatives, who's already predominantly Republican, they get voted back in, then the country is truly in trouble because things, if you think things are bad on the streets now, we can get back in. Because remember, it was George Bush that stopped off all the money. We were in the black. When Clinton left office, and then George Bush came in and gave out those free tax checks, that free tax money that he then turned around and retaxed you on again, and and, uh, and screwed up all the money again, and then like I said before, you have to cycle go over again with him in for eight years. I think I think Hillary Clinton has a hell of a chance to win, and, he, she, and I know I was here again long-winded with it, but there's a lot of things that come here. There's no simple way to answer that question because there's so many other things that's tied with it that have nothing to do with right or wrong, but it's just the way that the business is done. And they all try to make money no matter what their political affiliation is. Mm-hmm. So it's not an easy yes or no question or up or down question. Like I said, sometimes I get real long-winded because I, I pay too much attention to, to world news and, and how these people do stuff and expect us to sit back here as poor folks and working class and, and go through it. And the healthcare right. thing, the reason I debated with the birds so bad on that last night is because I sat as a postal worker, man, as a government employee, and I watched them give me less benefits and charge me more money for those benefits over time. So when Barack came in, basically Barack broke up the monopoly, and they're pissed about mm-hmm. that because a lot of it, a lot of these pharmaceutical companies and these guys who get right. with these senators, say like if you have 283 Republican senators and 240 of them are helping the the, the uh, pharmacy companies, each and every one of those, it's nothing for them to each get a, a million-dollar Clarence Beaks uh, uh, trading places type under-the-table payment for supporting that lobby. You have a guy like Barack that comes in and breaks that shit up or at least says it on television, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you got, you got problems, dude. <laughs> you got problems. So Thank that's you, why we haven't gone anywhere in eight years. So somebody else take the floor because I've, I've – I've once again warned you guys with your loads there. <laughs> Rawhide, let me ask you a question, man. Rawhide. Yeah, yeah. Hey, have you have you seen Hidden Colors? Have I seen what? Hidden Colors. Hidden Colors. Hidden Colors. Uh-uh. Okay, what I want you to do, man, in your spare time, I want you to go on my Facebook page from the front, and I want you to scroll down. And I have Hidden Colors 1 and Hidden Colors 2. I want you to watch that, man. Okay. And if you get, and when you watch it, 
make sure that you have total focus. You, I mean, you can watch as much as you, you know, it's up to you how much you want to watch and something like that. But, man, just grasp and get deep into it, man. I, I hit nails to it, and he saw it. And the thing about it, man, um, it's a powerful piece, man. It's a real powerful piece. I, I I can't I can't stop raving about it, man. Cause uh, you know I saw it many times. I saw it. I just saw it so many times. You know I'm still watching over and over and over again. And okay. Uh, about let me uh, let me read this real quick. Uh, Hidden Colors. Synopsis. Hidden Colors is a documentary about the real and untold history of the people of color around the globe. This film discusses some of the reasons the the uh, Contributions or contributions of African and Aboriginal people have been left out of the pages of history traveling around the country. The film features scholars, historians, and social commenters who uh, uncovered such amazing facts about things such as the original image of Christ, the true story about the Moors, the original people of Asia, the Great West African Empire. Empires, uh, the presence of Africans in America before Columbus, the real reason slavery was ended, and much more. I've heard uh, uh, something about the, uh, a lot of this stuff that they're talking about, um, like the more the Moorish people. Is that is that who they're talking about? As far as the um, uh, the Africans in America before uh, Columbus. Well, yeah, you want to take it over? I mean, I'm just, I, I, I want you to do, they're, they're talking about a lot of stuff, man, but I, I mean, hey, just go in there and watch it. You, yeah, they have all your questions for you. I mean, it's, one, it, it's, a, it's a must see. Well, which parts uh, struck you the hardest? Yeah, what do you think? It's just so, I mean, I, I was all one, but you know, you, you, can do, you can go two if you want to, but it's up to you. No, no, no. I said, uh, I said, which, which, uh, what about it? Like when you watched it, what struck you the hardest? Like what really hit you? Like man, like a, like a Mack truck. Well, the thing about it, what hit me the most about it, man. I just love that. So, so where? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Doris. I got, I, I, I got somebody. I got I got a captain. My brother just stepped in, man. Hey, we 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 talking nation of Islam. We talking way back to you know, in the days, forty three years of service. Omar, come over here real quick, man. We get in on this conversation that we we got going on here because this is this is this is this is some of the realest stuff that you know. I got some of the realest brothers online that you gonna talk to in a long time. Flossy DZ show worldwide. It's, Six four six five nine five three four two, and we have my brother Omar in the building. Gentlemen, give him a give him give him a rousing rousing. You know, welcome Omar into the building. Good morning. Keep carrying on the living Keep it alive. The spoken word. Yes, sir. How you doing? Oh, brother, it's uh, it's, it's good to be alive in the time of alive. You know, everybody's got to sleep. Want to do a poke in the Every sleep I, every, every, every clothes I ain't sleep, and every goodbye I ain't gone. It ain't gone nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I can dig that, man. I can dig that. You know, we, we were just in there just conversating, man, and I was uh, talking to my man Rawhide over here, Rawhide Pro, and I was asking him about, 
you know, I brought out the movie, uh, the documentary of Hidden Colors, and I wanted to know, have you seen it or anything like that? And I want to know, have you seen it? Have you are you familiar with the documentary Hidden Colors? I'm familiar with the documentary, and you know the 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 the, 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 uh, the content. And information needs to be something that is part of our regular school curriculum. I mean, these are the things that bring a lot of potential in individuals. It's not to, you know, demonize anyone. You know, if we look at uh, nature, nature is very violent, you know. And so it's no surprise that we see the same thing in human beings, how they pounce on unsuspecting individuals uh, uh, using their raw intellect against their you know, uh, 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 non-information or, you know, naivety to dominate them. So uh, this is part of a natural order. But the thing is, in nature, everyone is equipped with its own natural instinct to be able to defend itself. But when you strip an individual of the, of the innate ability to defend itself, then they're left as a prey. So all of these things that give us hints hidden colors and, 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 and other things of what we could do and we fail to, you know, be able to capitalize on that, then we're afraid. And and this is the big thing that the spoken word does, is remove us from being afraid. Okay? And hidden colors is part of that, you know, plan. Don't be afraid. Learn more. <laughs> Always get nice information for the bathroom, man. It's the Puffy Jeezy Show Worldwide. We got uh, another caller in the building. I'm going to bring him in right now. 409, you're on deck. What's going down? What's up, Woody, man? I'm in the cypher right now, you know? Hello, Woody. in the building. Huh? Yeah, I put it down. So tell me what I should be sorry for. If a bitch talking by, why do you sorry to her? What she do it for me? Only thing she do was get the money. But when she got the money, she trying to play me funny. I told the bitch to hop on just like a bummy. I sit back like Tommy, looking like Tubby. Playing with me because the bad bitch just love me. In the club, baby, so the niggas can't scrub me. Nah, I ain't the doctor, nigga. Playing on the block, a nigga. Chilling right. The blazer playing against the Houston Rockets, nigga. Yeah, yeah, they know me, nigga. How you could just stop a nigga? Only thing the body screwed up, you can't chop a nigga. You can't chop me, nigga. I leave a damn chopper, nigga. Hit him, nigga, ass and watch his body fucking flop a nigga. That's a boy, James. I let my nuts hang. Got hold the rain. Like Ginobili up in the big game. Bitch, I'm a big man. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Let it go, man. <laughs> What's up? What's good with you, Ain't nothing in the cipher with my, my wife. G, what's happening? Yeah, man. What happened is four, it's four minutes over six minutes to go. Get ready to go to nothing. 9183 right. in H-Town. You already know. <laughs> Going down, so I I'm telling you, it's going to be Portland versus, versus San Antonio for the Marvels out west. I just told you that. <laughs> it looks like y'all going on too late tonight. The Clippers are going to be down too. 
Yeah, but anyway, man, what we was talking about, man, you know, we're, you know, uh, why don't you break it down from North, let them know where we was at, man. Take us back. Yeah, man, see my man Malcolm came in with a tornado flow. Let me say something, man, that was, that was nice, man. But let me ask you a question, what I was saying about the about the documentary of Hidden Colors, man, it's, um, I'm going to I'm I'm go off what my man was saying, man, Omar. He right, man. That's what I was talking about, you know, that need to be in the classrooms, man, something like that, man. They hitting colors, man. Because it's something that there's something that a lot of people don't know, man. And it's it's a powerful piece, man. I, I suggest everybody to watch it, man. I watched it. I didn't watch both of them at least about 20 times already. <laughs> and I mean, I and I keep watching it, man, because I'm because I'm anxious and waiting for uh, Hidden Colors three to come out. You know, and uh, I, I, hey, I'm, I'm most definitely, man. Doing Man, what I'll probably end up doing is propping my feet up at the studio and watching that tonight. Uh, I did something like that before where I cut uh, a Malcolm X interview, and um, it was real late, too. It was like 1 in the morning, and I think it was from your page. <laughs> he was probably the one who posted it. And, um, and uh, yeah, I, I sat back and I just uh, chilled on that joint for me. Exactly. My, my, my man was just was just hitting on on a piece of hidden color. What was you just saying a, a little bit ago about that? Well, I was saying that in hidden colors, what we are informed of is the, the the greatness of the creativity of you know the human spirit that was in the the the, the black man, you know. And his was about exploration and expanding his creativity. Whereas as soon as the information to be able to travel come along way later in like the 1600s, you know, and, 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 and on, that thing became about greed. And so the greed overcame the exploration because greed started to incorporate, again, that hidden God, which was that bullet that traveled from point A to point B unseen and took down great leaders before understanding said, this is the weapon, rather than mm-hmm. oh, man. Mm-hmm. Oh boy, man. Well, I'm, I'm I'm telling you, man. It's you know, Sugar Ray uh, hooked me up to that and put me yeah, on that, that process. Okay. And put 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 me onto that process and and allowed me the the opportunity. Malcolm, we'll bring you back when you done with that phone call. Um, it, it, it put me up on. <laughs> On, uh, on, on the score of what's going on with that, and it's a very informative, uh, you know, video for everybody. And I don't understand. I, well, I can understand why why it wouldn't be played in, in, in you know in, in our schools and stuff like that because the information would controvert and 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 and, and be the antithesis of everything that we've been taught about ourselves as a people, as a movement, and everything else. And so when you and so when you look at this this whole thing. And you, you know, dissect it down. It's one of those kind of deals where, um, you know, what I'm saying you really have to to, to to know what's going on and really have to, to have to feel, uh, you know, where the author was coming from. You know that, you know, you don't know who you are until you know the knowledge of yourself and who you are and where you fit into the picture. 
and it, it, the only picture you get is in change and in change and in, in servitude to something, then that's all that you know. So you know, we we, we know as, as a people and as educated men that we reach far beyond the the uh, normal expectations of what is. What we have to do is just continue to make sure that our children and 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 their children have a clear understanding that they're actually. Uh, something that's larger than what, what, what has been given to us and what has been shared over time. And, and I think that's the important mission that we have been going into the, into the next millennium if we ever get a chance to get there. Yeah. Yeah. But, I'm, but I mean, I'm, I'm loving this conversation, man. These are the type of, of conversations that, that I really enjoy having with the fellas, man. You know, we... Malcolm, I'm trying to get back in. You trying to call us? Hello? Yeah, you, you, you are. You are in college. It's, 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 it's London. Uh, okay. At any rate, you know, with 90 seconds left in regulation, uh, we, we, uh, we'll have a chance to, uh, you know, uh, go go around the horn for about another hour where, where people won't, won't be able to call in anymore. But, you know, we can continue this on because if the show goes on, people can continue to listen to what's going on. Um, I, I say again, it's fabulous to have you guys support the Flossy GV show worldwide and to, and to, you know what I'm saying, decipher the point that between the real and the fake and you're able to really, you know, see and have some insight on stuff that, that uh, I just didn't, didn't know about or, or are still learning. I mean, Sugar Ray brings it straight to the table and, 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 and his, and his uh, follows the uh, original uh, teachers and guides there, and uh, you know, educated man and, and, and an educator of the, the uh, Seattle school system, and just 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 a, just a smart man all the way around. He he brings it to the table. He brings it real every time, and we keep each other grounded by by doing Malcolm's commitment of always telling folks the truth to their face, whether or not they like it or not. You know, have what they choose on. This is America. You still have a choice to choose whether or not you want to accept or reject the knowledge. But you know, you don't accept it or reject it, but you still have to respect it. Yeah, sure, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, man. That's why we um... Uh oh, sorry about that. Pumpy got out of control. Pumpy got out of control. Him down, you know what I'm saying? And Mafioso kicked in and uh, <laughs> I had to check myself in. But uh, <laughs> that's how it goes. It's like a special surprise. That's a new one for the week. You know, we can, we can take a quick service break real quick. You know, don't hang up. Don't wait for you. Don't hang up. But I'm going to go ahead and run that one back for y'all. And I'm going to go grab me a little something to drink. I'm just going to mute everybody. And I'll be back in a second. I just want to grab something to drink because, uh, Medication get the mouth a little dry. I'll be right back. This is George Sounds.
Well, we back live here at the Foster Jesus Show. It's been one of the it's been one of those good shows. One of those. I think little, I think, uh, uh, I, I think on, on the other one called the Rocket for some help. Yeah. <laughs> he's trying to he's trying yeah. to tell them something because over here it's not looking too good. We have no fight. We have no fight. Hang up to the bunk. Well, I tell you, if, 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 Houston, man, they got this stuff in front of his. Uh, he thought he was gonna be able to just take something the other night, boy. It's, it, it's rough on him. These Blazers ain't relenting right now. They put they go up two nothing, man. It's over. Mm-hmm. Man, the announcer got on the tablecloth, right? A t-shirt right there. <laughs> you get the tablecloth on. But, uh, <laughs> you see, you see, you see it right? I man got the tablecloth on. Pick me napkins for a shirt. Right. He's here in Portland, man. He's supposed to be bust here in Portland, man. I don't the announcer, man, look like he just snatched that up with a tablecloth in the park with the shirt on, man, and uh, put a jacket and an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's crazy, dog. We're back, man. We're back live. I mean, yeah, we're still live in the right. Can't be confused for a second. Um, <laughs> yeah. Dr. Sugar Ray, man, when, when are we going to have uh, another one of those in life being, uh, you know what I'm saying, Superman-style relationship shows, so, man? When are you going to, you gonna, you gonna, uh, you know what I'm saying, hit us in the head with another one of those? Yo, Captain <laughs> Sugar Ray, <laughs> you must be in the middle of some business, man. Rawhide, Rawhide, I know you checking this game out. My bad, my bad, my bad, my bad, I was on mute, man. You know, shout out, bro. The thing is, no, next week, man, next week, next week is going down, man. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta round up some females, man. I gotta really go out there to get some people because I I, I know they're listening, but they seem to be shy. It's ain't, you know, it ain't, this ain't nothing to be shy about, and I want to get into it, and. I'm gonna have my whole laundry, my top ten list of what type of relationships and all that kind of stuff, you know. And I'm gonna yeah. talk about it. And I'm gonna have them females call, and it's really it's relationships one on one. It's going down, and I'm gonna try to get into that real deep and heavy, man, because there are so mm-hmm. many different types of relationships, man, that's going on. There's a lot of stuff going on for females, man. And you know what? And so not just females. There's a lot of things that men are, are really slipping on real bad, man, real bad. I mean, some dudes, like I said before, man, some dudes get in relationships, man, they just lose the drive. They get to the point where you got her and you got what you want, but then you're in it, but then you get to the point where you get lazy to the point you start right. to don't even do this before no more. And that's where you got to step up a little bit. You got to always kind of show that thing, man, because, I mean, right. I, I, it's just one of those things, man. I want to get into some real heavyweight stuff, man. I mean, I, I can talk about relationships, man, because I've been in relationships. I live with women, and I did all kinds of stuff. You know, I know, I don't know at all, and I don't have an answer to everything about females and relationships. But I've had experience, and I do know I've been in them. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wrap it up. Some, I will say sometime next week, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna really get that going. I, I really want to get that popping, man, because I, I really do, man. Well, you know. Uh, 
Go ahead. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's it's a it's a cold subject to you know focus on, man. Like uh, that's the foundation for a lot of shit. You know, is is a relationship between a man and a woman, especially if uh, you know you you putting families together or you know any dynamics, especially nowadays, because uh, uh, you have a lot of influences coming from a lot of different places on how you should be running it or you know. Um, just ways to fuck you up where uh, you're not running it right. You feel me? Uh, right. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a topic. Yeah, man, it's real, man. I mean, there's a lot of stuff out there, man. You know, I, I, I don't. I, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Sometimes you gotta remember, man. When you need relationships, especially long-term ones. You know, I've been. I, you know, I've touted, I, I you know, my, my, my 29 years, and I've touted over and over again that sometimes you got to remember the things that you did to get that woman, you got to continue to try to do. you got to go back to it. I mean, it means you're writing down and, and keeping some notes for yourself, some, even some sticky notes, you know, everything from anniversaries. I mean, look, I, I was married to my old lady, man, like 20 years. And I slipped, and I slipped up one time, and I forgot a birthday. And we went to me and my son, but we went the whole day, whole mm-hmm. day. We got to the end of the day, and we got this girl's birthday, man. And I felt like an ass because I mean, after you know twenty, you know, after someone dropping twenty stones, you know what I'm saying? You think that you would remember stuff like that, but you can get caught up in your own program and and, and whatever. But it is very important to to have a clear memory on the things that you did in order to bring that woman in there in the first place. And uh mm-hmm. and try to make try to maintain that based upon that. And sometimes it, it, it takes a little bit of sacrifice, especially when you have some rough patches or, or whatever it is. But I, I always say if you can make it past that first ten years, then you got relation at being able to you know, to uh, to post up and, 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 and continue to pound the ball inside and control the boards. You got you got you got you got good action. You got real good action with it, but uh, you know what I'm saying? It, it, take, it takes work on both ends, man. I mean, it, it, it ha- hasn't been always an easy 29, but it's 29 just the same. And I mean, any, 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 any woman that can, you know, put up with me for for that long, they deserve a medal because I'm not the easiest cat to live all the time. You know what I'm saying? I ain't afraid to say it. Sometimes. You know, I can I can you know just be real boneheaded on 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 uh, and get memory loss on what it is that I need to do to you know to keep my thing together. So, I mean, it is what it is. But you know, you gotta you gotta you gotta maintain your stuff if you want to have that longevity. Because streets are dangerous now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. With all this with all this same this same uh, text and all this other weird stuff going around, you don't know who's uh distributing the ball like Magic Johnson in Showtime, you might get the you might get the wrong the wrong rock. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you got four pops. So I mean that's 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 serious serious right there. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah man, yes indeed. It's serious serious. That's for real. Sincere, yeah, man, man, you know. I mean <laughs> man. If you well, out you'll wear two. Man, I'm, you know what I'm thinking about, man. I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about going, to, going to work tomorrow. You know, because yeah. I'm really thinking about it. When you, when you have something like that happen to me today, man, and yesterday and today, you get to the point of start thinking about 
okay, you start to think, man, like, okay, wow, she, I mean, yeah, she, she came on, you know what I'm saying? I don't get me wrong, it crossed my mind, because I'm a dude, it crossed my mind. But the thing about it, man, is like, I'm not going to play on it, but the thing is, I'm going to, I'm almost definitely going to entertain it, because the thing about it, man, is that I, I, I already know, man, that when I go in there, man, they expect me to do that and do things and say things and holler and try to holler at some teachers because there's some teachers in that come on there, man. They be, they, be, they be dressed up, man, and they be trying to get something going. They're young teachers at that. So the thing about it is, man, is that I'm not blown away by it. I'm not blown away by it. But this mother guy is just tripping out on it. So I'm going to come in there tomorrow, you know, and I'm going to go do my thing, man. But at the same time, I'm going to do something with they, I'm going to do what the females do. I'm going to play hard to get. I'm going to play stuck up. Like, yo, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you keep pushing, man. You keep pushing. <laughs> you know? Yeah, for real, man, because when she put it out there like that, man, because I, cause, you know, I that was a good question you said, man. That question you said, dude, do you think that that's something that you think that? That's real, man, because I believe that this something that she just made up, man. What was the question? What did I ask you? Now, when you asked me the question about this, she, you do I think that she made it up or do I believe that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's real, man. Yeah. I don't believe that. I thought about that just because I, I would, uh, man, that would bother me so bad that I would ask the third. I mean, like, really say that? Your daddy don't make it. 
I want you to I want you to deal with Sugar Ray because I think he's cool. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a hey, funny man, that's a, that's that's a simple game, man. Hey, Sugar Ray says that, man, but you know what? Kill him right there, man. Kill him. You can't kill him. That's what he says. And she tell her things to always because you say that you said she had the fingernails down your back, which is an even indicator that she's trying to see if she can touch a nerve for real. And uh, that poor young man probably ain't been most. And she's like, come on, girl. Why don't you just tell tell the doctor what you need? You know, the, the cigarette is like, I love specialists. <laughs> man, hey, bro. You know what, man? I, I, I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind that. We'll get, we, we, get a show going on, man, and play some um, some some, some Barry White and some, some goddamn Elder Boys and some Albie shooting his mug and some Maxwell and all that kind of stuff, man. And we get it really popping this stuff, man. We get it really going. <laughs> Hey, man. I, I, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do just because I know you got that segment coming up next week, man, if not sooner. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to make sure I load the box up full of some Luther, you know what I'm saying, full of some Lord. secret guard, you know what I'm saying? You know what? Of, you know what? I, you know what? I'm going to ask you a question, Ryan. If you yeah. can, if you can, I know, I know your wife probably have friends. And if she do, well, if she do, and they're single, and they're single, let them call in, man. Because the thing about it, I don't want to get female. I don't want, I'm going to give out the number and stuff, but the thing about it is, I don't want to have honest, females. I don't want to have females I know. I don't to, to, be honest, uh, to be honest with the missus, um, either all her friends, uh, are already in their relationships or um or they too fucked up to even talk about their shit. What you, doing? <laughs> you know what? But you know what the ones the ones that's on that second tier, have them call in for sure because that's the ones we need to talk to. <laughs> no, maybe maybe sugar rake and straighten them out. Maybe they maybe they do want to drop it. <laughs> Uh, and I was in here first, so it, it, it's, it's kind of weird. 
<laughs> it's kind of weird having him over here, and especially because, uh, man, he posts like he do everywhere else a lot in Auburn. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, oh, yeah. I mean, now you got to get some week before, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. Yeah, man. Boys over here too. <laughs> man, I just like the way it's going down, man. We have we got subjects for every day. It ain't just I mean, you know, we love Tupac and all that's fine and everything, but it ain't just that. We don't really talk to Eminem because that's another level as well. But his show is smooth to be able to cover these multiple subjects about stuff and you know, relationship talks and stuff like that, you know, that's just that's part of life stuff right there. So you know, I'm, I'm 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 feeling talking about that kind of stuff all day long. You know, because you learn a lot through uh, through listening. You learn my mother used to say you learn more through listening than you do talking. So, uh, shit, I, I, I'm very in life, man. <laughs> like look, Sugar Ray said that. You saw the ladies if you listening. You know, he, he had he had a, he had a, a line that was very poignant. You have to do what it takes to to, to maintain. You have to still put in some work. And fellas, if you if you out here, you got a woman. You know what I'm saying? You know, close the water. Wash your ass, man. Yeah, get up, man. Man, I'm gonna tell you, man. Cause dudes get lazy, man. They get to the point where they just don't they just don't care. They just get lazy, man. And, and you you lose it, man. Your game gets ugly, man. It gets raggedy on the end, man. You don't wash your ass, man. You sit on Cheetos on your couch and shit, man. Watching the, they ain't giving a damn, man. I mean, come on, man. Get up, wash your ass, man. Put the clothes on, iron your clothes. Throw on your cologne. You keep yourself fresh, man. The same thing that got him, man. You do that, man. Trust me, brother. You're going to always be in the game. you got to always be in the short, man. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like a gardener, man. When you go out in the garden, man, you want to have all your tools short, man. You don't have no dull tools. You want to keep it going, keep it right, keep it tight, and you have a good yeah. night. Leave that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. And other things, man. I know it, man. I know it so well, man, because I was talking to my boy Nigel, man. My, my, my man Nigel was going through it for a minute, and we talked about it, man. But Nigel, man, that's a brother. I got to get that brother called in. I got to get that brother called Man, hold up. That's what I need to get called in. Now, you talking yeah. about some gang. You talking about some gang. That cat there, man. Miguel is, Miguel's at that game. He got the unorthodox game. He'll talk. You don't think he got it, man. But Miguel, man, is super smooth, man. I mean, he cold with it, bro. I mean, he he, he, he called himself a, a jungle brother, man. Nubian type cat, man. He'll come in there, man, all haired up and stuff all you know, chest hair showing out his shirt and shit with flowers and stuff like that, man. He be coming up there, man, to his hip lady, man, and he just blow her away every time. He got game. No doubt. That's Miguel Williams. Yeah, I call him up. Does it feel like, especially uh, with us uh, getting Obama in office and stuff like that, does it feel like uh, – uh, uh, there, uh, there, there is a, a bigger movement starting, um, you know, uh, dealing with uh, dealing with you know uh, black empowerment than than there was before. Is is there is there over, more understanding? Now? Over the back, come running in. Yeah, that's a big conscious going on. It, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's it's always been there. It's always mm-hmm. been there. You know, it's always been there, but the thing it's about now is, man, I think it got to the point right now, man, that 
people, I think if people got, people got a little, it's got a little more now to the information age that we are. It's a little more of people getting able to find out. Through Facebook, Twitter, and all other things, man, people are starting to reach out and, and, and the communication is a lot better. So people are reaching out and finding each other and everybody got things going together. One thing, one one powerful thing that was said to me, man, that people don't understand. People always say that, hey, we need to come together. We need to come together. Yeah, we do, but this is another thing people don't understand. Everybody has a different way of doing it, and if somebody have a different way of doing it, ain't nothing wrong with it. Because if you look at Malcolm X, you look at uh, Martin Luther King, and you look at the Black Panthers, all three of them had different ways and methods of doing it, but it's all for the same cause. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, all three of them had different methods. So when it comes to people around us, man, we 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 get together and we talk about it, and we 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 everybody had their own different ways of doing it, but everybody's on the same page. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's on the same way of doing it. And so what I, what I, what I try to get cats out of, man, is a, is a the debating. You know, the debating. We don't need to debate. We don't need to argue because you're wasting time doing that when you get to the point of battling wits and trying to make somebody say, hey, you ain't doing it right. This is, I know more than you. And it, that's not that's not nothing. Because right. mm-hmm. Malcolm X and Martin Luther King probably can argue all day and, and go forever. But the thing about it, it's all about respect, man. It's I'm saying, hey, he got his thing doing. I got my thing doing. We all for the same cause. I'm not gonna talk about that, brother, because I respect him. But we're going the same right. We're going the same direction. So even if somebody's going to church and they're offering the Christianity or whatever, I don't necessarily want to knock them. I just want to be able to say, hey, I respect them. But the whole point is, man, you got to be conscious. It don't. The thing about it, man, it don't matter what you do or what you got going on. It don't even matter. Some people get to the point to thinking about what church religion you're doing, what people you have, or who you date and all that stuff, or who you with. No, that doesn't really necessarily, that's not the way to go about it, man. It's all about being conscious and being aware of what's going on. And that's all it is. And the thing about it, we find it's the Because cause the thing about people don't understand, it's not a situation against white folks. It's about that white attitude that people don't like. Now, every white person don't have that attitude. Every white person don't have that attitude. But the attitude of our thinking our values, that white supremacy attitude, is a situation that needs to be battled, needs to be dealt with. Because one thing about it, man, you get some poor white folks and you get some poor black folks and you put them together, they will. They will figure it out, man, we're back together. They work together. But when you throw some money in it and the situation goes to the point where the white folks get more and the blacks get less, that's what's the problem, man. It's an uneven playing field. And that's the biggest, biggest problem right there. It's a very uneven playing field. And and it's a problem because we are not getting some of the things that we need because every brother is struggling in the and the guys wondering why, man, why are we struggling? Even today, I thought about it and I was thinking, man, even today, they make money off us in so many ways. There are so many people in prison right now that are black 
but they are making so much money off. That's the biggest corporation in the whole entire world, our prison system. So we're making money. They're making money off us. You look at the sports, they're making money off us. It's the same thing with slavery. We built the Wall Street. I mean, off our backs, off our the skin off our backs, man. You know, I mean, so many different things, but we have not been compensated, and we have not done anything for it. You know, and like a man, Doctor Claude Anderson was saying, that's why I got that situation from about the Monopoly game. You know, we're playing a real live Monopoly game, man, and we going around the board without no money, and everybody else have money. They got property, they got everything, and all we got is probably free parking. We hope we land on income tax, and then we hope we don't land on nobody's property because if we do, we're going to jail, and. You know, or either you're going to crap out and lose the game and be out the game. And that's how it is. That's real talk. Yeah. I mean, you know, the whole thing is, man, <clears throat> we were talking about the education of who we are. And you're talking about, you know, having, you know, films like the Hidden Colors in schools and stuff. They know it should be regular curriculum. You know, but they're not going to have it because of the fear factor. They're so afraid. They're so afraid that they're going to sit up and, and the truth is going to come back or come out about how really weak they are, how, how, how you know, retrograding they are. You know, they, they, there's a little saying that the ex-Marine used to tell us that the Marines don't retreat, they retrograde. Well, when you retrograde, you still fall back and you're still moving backwards. And you're so afraid that Everything we that might get taught about us may, may be an affront to you and everything else. It seems to me that if you're as smart as you keep telling people that you are, and if you're as bright as the bulb, you know, you're not the brightest bulb in the box in the first place, but you keep trying to convince people how bright you are, how smart you are, and you keep making these commercials about cars and industry and all stuff, talking about how smart you are. Well, here, here's food for thought for your smart tank. If you make everybody feel included and inclusive on everything that's going on, I mean, for really, for real inclusive, and I mean, for really, for real, include everybody, you're only helping the community and the world and yourself. I mean, when you think in terms of the fact that Charles Drew created the blood plasma that has saved literally billions of lives, yet dies on the on the hospital stairs that he worked for because of his color who he was. Then yeah. that right there. Happy birthday, my man. Right, right. That 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 uh, that uh, he died on the stairs where he created the blood plasma when 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 he came back to his his uh, hometown. It's incredible that that's just but a small microcosm. I think I think uh, my man uh, Sugar Ray mentioned last night about Benjamin Banneker and. And the, and the almanac that was created, and and how they wouldn't even know how to farm or do anything at that African American not giving them that. And that same individual designed the buildings and the White House and the buildings you see in Washington D.C. And he also created the traffic signal, so you wouldn't have to stand with a policeman out in the in the middle of the night in the rain and cold. You have an electronic device that you can go to that can help you out. You're able to read books at night because a, a, a black gentleman created the filament that goes in the light bulb that, 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 that Thomas Edison, 
negated to tell us about. I mean, you have all these inventions, escalators, elevators, all these things of convenience and things that are helpful for the cotton jam, everything, with Eli Whitney. But yet you don't keep things out there because you are so afraid, just like this role model crap that they put out here on athletes and knowing that human beings are fallible. So if the athlete screws up, right, then that dispels his role model status. You rob the parent of the role model status. And the things that you educate us on that are supposed to be so so important. Because your thinking is so backwards, and the fact that you don't know what the true concept of, of loving your human, your fellow man, all this other stuff is, we go and we fight in your wars. You put us out on the front line first. We do all this fighting, yet when you come home and you see people come in and see their families and surprise their children and their wives somewhere, you see for every one story you see of us, you see 50 of their stories. When you continuously uh, use our history as a weapon against us, and albeit most of the information is false or flawed information, you're only not, you're not really hurting us as much as you think you are because we've long since got past it to the point where even the N-word doesn't mean what it used to because we modified that and turned that into something else, yet all of a sudden you, you make rules up in football that say we can't use it, and even though you use it like that's our, our nickname in movies and Hollywood and in your media all over the place and, and, and everything else because, you know, you want us to believe that you're trying to keep it 100 about a movie that you make, so you intentionally come up with movies that, that discredit us or put us in, in, these, in these, you know, little boxes or whatever. The fear that you have for making sure that everybody is included, all you're doing and all you continue to do is to destroy the fiber of this country. And you and I've always said that we live in a very good country, but until you treat everybody evenly, it will never be a great country. And I, and I said it earlier, you always say, well, go back to Africa if you don't like America. Well, for those of you out there listening that might foster this type of attitude, the bottom line on that, on, on the answer to that is, if you hadn't given, if you hadn't uh, robbed me of my existence and stolen it from me and, and stamped me with a uh, with a non-return to sender uh, stamp, I would have. And being an ex-postal worker, I know what that means. Then maybe I would have had the option to be able to do that. And maybe, and like Stevie Wonder, he doesn't live in America; he lives in Africa. And for obvious reasons, you know, and they don't never talk about that either, but for obvious reasons, there's a, a lot of reasons why a lot of us who create stuff, it doesn't get put out there because it's, it's, it's I don't want to say it's human nature that you don't want something to equal what you're doing, but you're so afraid that all the myths and stuff that you had, because racism makes money, you know, uh, uh, bias makes money, penitentiaries right. make money, all the things that are, that are foul and wrong about it, they all make money. Yeah, you're right, man. And see, in Rawhide, man, you know, the, the thing about it, man, is like, you know, like that group, man, like that group that I put together, man, you know, Fear of, the Fear of Black Planet. And when I, started, when I started the group, it was just me, it was just me and the group and the picture and the name. <laughs> and the thing about it right now, man, I go on every time, man, people are posting so many stuff. A lot of people are ready, and they and they and they just basically in it. But see, the thing about it, man, that people think about that, you know, though it's all black, they think it's they think it's some. A lot of people think it's racist, you know, because when they get everything, when you get a bunch of blacks together, they talk about stuff and they say things. A lot of people get nervous and stuff like that. 
And mm-hmm. I tell cats, and I tell cats, you know, don't, 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 don't worry about that because I, I do have the same issue at school. You know, and it was like a, it was a group of girls, man, that I that's at schools that I talked to, some black girls. And the thing about it, I asked them, you know, about race. You know, I said, I said, hey, what do y'all know what racism is? And they really couldn't tell me, man. They couldn't. They they, they really didn't know how to define racism. They just talking about. You know, somebody don't like you, or somebody discriminate you. Or they didn't. They didn't know how to put that together, man. And, and, and you, think about it, you have to carefully, carefully look at that, man. I was watching uh, Claude Anderson's uh, thing about racism. He broke it down so, so, so good, man. That that was the definition. He was talking about, you know, the word race. You know, when you think of race, man, race is a competition. You know, so race is is a competition. When you say, hey, race. It's like me and you in the street, and we race, and, right. and, that, and that's what that's the same thing it is right now. That's what it is. But you put the uh, you put the prefix on it, the IST or the ISSM or whatever. That's when it comes something different. Like racism, racist is almost like something you practice. You have specialists, you have therapists. So racist, something that's something that's like practice when it comes to race, and somebody very practices on competition with race. The ISMM, mm-hmm. he put that on that, and he was talking about how, you know, uh, you know how how racism is all economical. He said people need to understand, man, that just because somebody break out and call you a nigger or cracker is or, you know, or anything like that, that don't mean nothing. That don't really mean nothing because it doesn't affect you, your money. He said, but well, it's kind of bad when there's a white person calling it a black person because. They also have it where they have more money in their pocket, and you don't have no money. And the thing about it, also at the same time, they hire more of them, and they hire less of you. They have the power, so they hire everybody on their own. So, like where I work at, man, like every school district, I look at, I look around. I'm the only black dude in the whole entire school. That's a, that's, a, mm-hmm. that's, a, that's another dude over there, man. He's a he's a brother, but he he don't really count. Mm-hmm. I can't see. Because he's not conscious and he ain't trying to be conscious. And there's a, there's a lot of other factors to go with him. I have nothing against his sexual preference, but he has some other things to go along with him that he really doesn't care. But what I'm trying to say is, man, is I'm, I'm the only guy that's in there, and I'm the closest thing to representing anything, you know, of, of, a, of a black adult, black man. So... People don't know, man, is that when you appear in the Northwest, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of them and less of us, and and there's more of them to do the hiring and everything like that. But what the the advantage of it of being up here, it made me very conscious of a lot of things because I know how it is to be around our own, and we all know that. But one thing about being around, but one thing about being around our own. It's very hard to be conscious because there's a lot of cats down that don't want to hear. They're not into it. They're not. Right. They, 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 they think you're crazy. They want to make jokes about you on some old Malcolm X thing or that, or you on that pro-black shit. They, they, they want to. They want to mock it. But you can't talk to them. So, mm-hmm. I have. I, I. I have been conscious ever more and and ever in my whole entire life being up here. When I met Miguel, we did we went to you know Nation of Islam and stuff. 
So up here in the Northwest, I've been more conscious than anything I've possibly ever been in my whole entire life. But when I was down south, and I go back, they can't touch me now. When I go back south, man, I'm I'm, I'm ready for the boo-boo. There's a game they want to run, I'm ready for it. But you can't beat our people, man. Our people are very hard-headed because they're chasing some of the dumbest things. You got cats fighting over limbs and fighting over hairstyles and shit. <laughs> you know, cats fighting over teams and they're arguing about, you know, cats wearing dresses and stuff. See, that's the thing I- that in Mimi's sex tape, that's, what, that's what's going on. They can talk about right. Mimi's sex tape all day, but they can't talk about hidden colors, man. See, it's crazy, man. It is. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. It's very... It's very insane. I mean, I think you and there's a lot more. Go ahead, please. No, I was just gonna say there's a lot more information available now uh, than there ever has been before. You know. But go ahead. Yeah, you have to. You have to set your game up out here, man. You got to be. You you get sharp, man. Up here, you have to be sharp up here, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It really is. It's amazing, man. I mean, I get so much relief. Literally, fellas, literally. Seriously, on a serious note, on a serious note, my blood pressure has gone down 25 points regularly since we started this, this regime. And I call yeah, it a man. regime because we're all soldiers in a battle against dumb downery we're all soldiers in the battle of providing for our families because we're all family men okay we're all men we're all family men and we're all real about wanting to succeed and not just survive now I'm borrowing that from a commercial that used to come on with the Alcoa commercials and stuff and the, and the old NFL commercials and stuff but it's the truth we want to succeed and not just survive and mm-hmm. you are who you hang around and, and group up with. Yeah. You, you are who, what, what you are a product of your prevailing thoughts. And so when you go around people that kind of in a sense, whether you realize it or not, because it's like a slow poison because you, you, you know, you're, you're dumbing down. On such a regular, and you you see what happens happens sometimes when we receive calls, and people are still kind of caught in the spirit of the the dumbed down phase, and how off kilter they sound when they call in, and we're discussing something serious, or we're in the middle of some serious planning, or we're just projecting thoughts that may seem repetitive at times, but are still just as important as the first day we talked about it. And then you get someone else that comes in, and you can see that they're still affected by the disease of dumb downery. And it, 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 it's really, really made obvious. And you can, and I don't have to go into details. I'm, I'm trying to graduate. I've got my, I got my cap and gown and my gold, golden tassel. You know what I'm saying? And a pair of Stacey Adams. And I'm graduating finally out of having to even feel the need to even reach that way and even talk about it. But the fact that we we coming up as, as Buster Rhymes would say with this conglomerate that we're working on and this compilation of thoughts and, 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 and a remix tape of 
you know, the, the rising from dumb downery on the continuum, the way we're doing it. I'm telling you, is I look forward to these conversations now. I look forward to coming online and, and posting stuff. I don't not even suppose, I'm not supposed, and that's not a good way to put it. But I, as a as a rule, I was kind of just trying to look to do four nights a week. But there's always something brand new to bring to the table to talk about. That's and and the commonality that we share and 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 doing that is is, is uh, so pervasive. I can't I can't help but to but to set up extra shows and to do extra stuff because there's always. The camaraderie, you can you can feel it. It feels just so much different. We're just like now. We're all able to say what's on our mind and sit back and, and, and as mid-grown folks do, and wait on another person to finish their chain of thought, so that they're not their thoughts aren't bunched up and crumpled up, and there's not that frustration. Like I said, there's not those those blood-raising moments and stuff. And even if we don't agree on a particular topic, we can explain like adults. Why we right. think our thoughts are different. Exactly, man. I agree with that, Nils. I agree with that big time, man, because, you know, it's, it's about putting the ego aside, man, you know, because, like, I mean, I don't have all the answers. I don't know everything. I may say something right. wrong, but if I'm getting corrected, I'm good. I'm good with that, man. You know, I'm good yeah. with it. That's great, man. That's what we. That's how I. That shows you that hey, my man got my back. So I was wrong. Cool, I got your back too, player. It's all good. Yeah. And it's one of those things, man. That that's how we do it, man. Yeah. It's so I, I, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to talk to uh, this dude, Kevin. Man, I really, really hope he does come through because um, uh, he he sounded like a very intelligent cat over the phone. Like he was, you know, really about his business. And so um, it's just going to, yeah, it, that is going to be uh, uh, a really uh, big conversation I can't wait to get into. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because I know for me, I know for me, uh, running the little business that I do, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I have to be everywhere all at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the the same minute that I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, while listening to something on SoundCloud, uh, reposting it through Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what? You're right. You know what, man? We, I, I was telling, I was telling Nels earlier, man. I'm gonna tell you too, all right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come down to Portland, man. I'm wait till like in the summertime. I'm gonna be down there. Cause I'm gonna come no, down there, man. Well, Nels, I'm gonna tell you right now. That's two tracks. That's two. That's a lot of tracks you made, but that's two of them, man, that I really want to go off on. One of them already. I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, man. Man, I'm gonna tell you this, man. Number eighty-three. Uh, that one right there, man. I have not come up with a hook, and if there's anything y'all can, but I'm gonna tell you something, man. The whole concept is, it's just, it's, it's, it's just simple, man. It's, it's, it, it, it comes from this show and how I came up with the concept for that song. It's about me approaching a female and trying to holler at her, and she just basically. And giving me no play, but I, the system that kept on going. The beat comes in. I'm still trying to holler. She get loud, and then she come. I don't know you. And when the beat drops down, I just go off into the spiel of rapping to who I am, man. And it's just crazy, man. How this shit works in that song, man. Aren't you talking about uh, that, that song? I got a man. <laughs> Remember that one from the night? <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Who was his name? 
I got a man. What's the man got to do with me? I got a man. I'm not trying to hear that, see? Oh, he's talking about it. He's talking about it. Positive K. Yeah. Positive K, yeah. It's not like that, but you know what, Neil? As a matter of fact, if you can't. If you can't pull the track, man, just give an idea of the beat, man, because the beat, man, I went in, my first spill, I mean, I'm, I'm laying on my back, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm not going to really rap, but I'm going to say it like this here. Uh, it started off, my my, uh, my rap started off when I was talking to the chick, and she going back to my, I don't know who you are. And my live, man, it goes like this. It says, uh, it says, baby, listen to my lingo. I'm brown and single. My name is Sugar, baby, and I love to mingle. With the chocolate flavors, the light skin flavors, the Amazon type that would do me favors. If you dress cute with some nice round boots, sporting Daisy Dukes and make these brothers salute, I got a bone to pick with you, a wet place to sit you, and uh, come with me. Come with uh, I got a bone to pick with you, and a wet place to sit you. Come with me. I got the thighs to fit you. Slim in my jeans, excel in between, give my arms joy to make you scratch the screen. If your love is a crime, I'm packing the black nine, introducing myself with a tractor Mac line. <laughs> Latex well, full of vagina. It goes on and on, man. But man, when I crack it, huh? So there you go, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, uh, Flossie. Uh, I'm about yep. to send you a track real quick through your email. Uh, this will be the second email that I've sent you in like uh, ten minutes. But uh, Norris, check this out, bro. Sugar Ray, check this out. Uh, I have a song that I did that I don't think anybody is going to enjoy more than you. That's for real. <laughs> and, 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 and I don't like to, I don't, I, I hate, uh, you know what I'm saying, bragging. I, I'm a real humble dude when it comes to my music. But yeah. this track right here, um, hey, let me put it like this. I made this track, and uh, what happened to me is that um, uh, I, I, I wrote it in one night, uh till about like five or six in the morning and was sick, like completely sick for like the next three days. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, a lot went into the song, bro. And uh, I don't think there's going to be anybody who, who would enjoy it, especially as much as, uh, you know, you want to get into a relationship talk uh, coming up, uh, you know what I'm saying, on these next shows, man. Man, yeah. peace out this uh, 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 Flossie, I, I hope you get a chance to uh, play it tonight. But uh, you'll you'll have it in about ten seconds. Hey man, this, this is a this is an official uh, Mike C Rawhide Productions cut. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the the beat um, the beat came from uh, I think uh, the dude's from Brooklyn, uh, and he goes by uh, Sparks Mentals. Uh, I've bought a couple of beats off this dude uh, through um, rapbattle.com, I think it's called, too, which is crazy uh, meeting him there because I don't even mess with that site, and that was years and years ago. But I always uh, watch out for my homie Sparks Mentals because, uh, man, this dude's got some beats. Um, yeah, and, and I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But, uh, yeah, man, go ahead. What you were saying? Man, I want to hear it, man. Shit, that's what's up, man. Yeah. You know, the matter of fact, we we might bring on a show with it, man. Hey, <laughs> hey, that's a cut right there. That's what's so up, man. I'm that good old. Let's see. How's that beat? Yeah, I mean, 
we got to come up with some kind of entry entry track, man, where, you know, we said, worldwide, wide, 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 or something. You know, <laughs> I yeah, want to bring yeah, that up. We, we definitely need to have that have that jump up. I mean, I could do it over here, but, man, you got pro tools. Man. I told you, I got to I gotta sit there with my dunce cap on in the corner and, and watch you work with that pro tools. I'm going to tell you what you started your story. One, one time, man, if you can, man, start to show up with KRS1 BDP that worldwide, man, BDP, the freshest. You play that, man, you play that song, man, I'm telling you, man, it, 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 cause they, they be saying worldwide, worldwide. It's, it, it, it's nice, and when it breaks in, man, it is, it is so dope, man. It's like introduction, man. It's, it's so dope, man. So look it up if you can, man. I remember that one that you're talking about, too, because I'm a, I'm a KRS-One head for real, dog. Yeah, it's off, the, it's off, that, it's off that, uh, that by by any means. It's, it's one that he wins. Uh, they have the one just on that one. It's the uh, first track. Actually, it's the first track on on the side. on, on uh, It's a CD, so it's, uh, it's like the second, second, uh, so, yeah, it's like that. I forgot what number it was, but yeah, that's a good song, man. You like that shit? Man, we all got so many great fucking ideas. Oh, it came right in. It came right in. I can't believe it came right in. Okay, that's good because I know where to go get it now. I go to go to download. So let's open that son of a bitch up. Don't not over there. He's dirty. Trying to get this bad boy in, and it keeps jumping everywhere but where I want it. Okay, Mike C. I see open. There you go. There you go. Mike C, yours truly. Mike C. Yes, yes. Yeah. Work with me, Lord. Mike C, yours truly. Yeah, see, now when they send, when you send them in downloads, send them where you send them right there, and I can uh, I get right at them. Yours truly. Oh, this is beautiful. This is beautiful. In the building with with my main man Sugar Ray Norris and my my man Mike C, CEO of Raw High Productions, man, dopest recording lab in the city of Roses, 109 Southeast Sound. Yeah, from he's on the southeast side, giving them illumination like a like Illuminati. Yeah, it is just about that time, baby. Hey, come on, baby, work with me. Work with me on this here. Mm-hmm. It's coming. It's coming, right? Come, come on, baby. Work with me. Work with me. Work with me. Work with me. Come on. Work with me. We have two minutes. Work with me. Okay, come on. There we go. There we go. A lot faster than last night. Uh, God's looking out. Here it comes. Yours truly, Mike C. Truly yours. Yeah. Truly yours. Truly yours. What are you doing to me here? Not that one. Forever is a long time. 